back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 13. Unlucky? Well, oh? there's, this week also has a Friday the 13th. Oh, really? Did you know oh, that? Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't that funny? Ugh. I think it's very lucky. Oh, it's lucky. It's like, a, it's like two wrongs make a right. That's your that's how that's, that's how, your moral that's code, my, right? That's that's how yeah. I operate. <laughs> Just do a million wrong yeah. things and hopefully it all turns out okay. But yes, this Friday is Friday the thirteenth. And this is our thirteenth uh, podcast. I was not prepared for this news. Now I'm reeling. Superstitions? I'm worried. Why are you worried? I don't know. We have stuff we, we put out content on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, I think it's fun. Wow. Just put the good manifest right. the positive energy into the world. Okay. Are you doing it? Are you manifesting? I am. You're not. Yes. Well, You're today's right? not Friday. This is Monday the 9th. Yeah. Get your dates, <laughs> dates in order. You were very confused about dates this weekend. You I was? sent me many discussion meetings, and they were all for the wrong week. Mm, I was like, wait a second. Can't keep track. What's going well, on? Well, guess what? It's a meeting we would have had that week, too. Well, yeah. Maybe I'm, all weeks. Maybe I'm not available. Oh, because it's your birthday month. That's right. Oh, wow. You just wanted an excuse to get some attention for your birthday. I did I not. see what this was all about. I did not. You already had a huge band shower, need for your birthday. Shower me with presents and love. It's my birthday. I mean, it wouldn't be terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say no if that happens. You it like is. to make a big deal about your birthday. I don't like it to make a big deal about it. What a lie. What do you mean? That's such a lie. It's not. I think that we should all celebrate. Well, then we better move on. The beautiful joys of life all the time. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. To how I clobbered you at reboxing. Not not really. Metaphorically. I virtually and mentally (laughs) clobbered you at reboxing. That was it, fun. I, I watched that video multiple times. Yes. I cannot believe how close all of those matches were. The basketball one, I was Just really, dramatic. really shocked yeah. by. Because I think I was better at standing on the one leg. Yes. But you are actually better at basketball, <laughs> actually playing the game. Yeah. So I think if you were not standing on one, one leg, you probably would have beaten me like really badly in that one. But it was only know. like one away. Well, you know, sometimes we do these challenge videos and it's like, <laughs> if like this could be a blowout and not that entertaining. Right, But right. this was every round. Every round was. Had some drama to it, which was fun. Except I'm terrible. Well, that was like a warm up, so. That's true. Also, yeah. I was, I didn't like it because I was on the, your side and you were on oh, my side. Oh, come It was on. weird. You don't it need excuses. Weird. You won. Whatever. It looks weird. All right, but that um, video's up. Please watch it up. if you it's haven't. So much that's a really, fun. That's a good one. Yes. yes, and of course we have introduced the Wheel of Misfortune, and that it's will right be right there. I can see I it can right see it just off camera. That's why it reminded me. Yeah. of it. I was going to say now. Now we you can look forward to that being back in many other challenge yeah. videos. It's a erasable wheel. You know that I think the first time we used that wheel was a Zelda video, and it had eat dubious. I think we should just leave that per, like put that From in the permanent, permanent ink section. Eat yeah. dubious food no matter what. Oh. That was, you had to do that. It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That food was not. Like, ma'am, this is a Kirby video. I don't care. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby eats everything. So that That's actually right. would make sense. That's right. Yeah. He eats yeah. anything. Um, we also, we kind of hinted at this last week, but we also shot a fun little vlog. That's right. Of us Back in the to, car. Yes. Back in the car. With me driving, you don't need to worry about any safety issues. You drove last time. You, on one of our original driving videos on Nintendo Minute, you got chided for not wearing a seatbelt properly. I was uncomfortable. I was not right. Don't do that. You You could have been arrested. I could have been arrested. Yeah, not me. 
You're responsible. You're the, the I'm driver. wearing a seatbelt. It's your car. Yeah. And you let me into it's it. It's 2022. You can't be married. Oh, I don't like the seatbelt. It doesn't feel good. Come on. Okay, the problem is, is that I'm really short and the seatbelt like cuts my... It's not the right place for my body. get you a, like a child's booster seat or something. A, I think that's what I need, yeah. honestly. Okay. Like a child's well, then you can sit seat. in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you chauffeur you around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, not, I wouldn't mind that. Right. But we got the book. Yes, we got the book. We answered a very important question about yeah. our role in the book. Yes. Which we will not spoil. We'll not reveal Please, here. please watch the video yes. to find out. Exactly. And, of um, course, Reggie... Uh, had a fun tweet this weekend oh. at us. That's right. <laughs> at us. He added us in the best way because um, we were, of course, talking about Reggie right. and some fun memories we had of him in our last podcast. And he was like, I had to listen. I think he might have been a little spooked. He might have been spooked. He's like, what's the story? Yeah, he's like, wait a second. They know too much. <laughs> it's true, we do. We know a lot. I like how he was like, yeah. Um, I had to listen to find out the, the story, yeah. but also there's some that are left un untold. I was like, <laughs> Not well, wrong about that. Yeah. It's a good thing for him to say. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, but the big, the big news in that is he committed yes. in, to, in tweet form. That's basically like carving yes. it into stone forever. He will be on the Kit and Krista podcast soon. Yes. We're working on the date. Yes, we are. But he is very busy, but we will yes. definitely um, be uh, trying right. to get Reggie on the show right. soon, so he can talk more about. Right. His amazing book, and, and we're going to talk about the We're book putting that later. in the what we're playing section. Yeah, we're, we're, we're our playing reactions. the book. Yes. He should make the book, Reggie, yeah. the book, the game. Oh. With a little um, pixel, Reggie, like, pow! Then, then you, I mean, Reggie, the book, the movie. Reggie, the book, the movie, the game. The game, yes. Yes. So, that get it would all. Be, I'm on board for that. Get it all out there. Reggie, the movie, the book, the game. I'm on board the for that. The multimedia empire. Yeah. The Reggie multiverse. Right. Ooh. No, not that. Different timelines or different Reggies? No. Well, as long as we can get high school big hair Reggie. That's the one I'm most interested in. That's the in. one you like the most. Yeah. I like Reginator too. Reginator is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. With the, the and uh Regimech. I mean, he might vaporize you. Oh, the one that pushed down Bill Trent. <laughs> That's like one of the no, all time. Bill like legit Funniest fell over. Video. Like it wasn't it <laughs> well, was fall over. He was pushed, he was taken down. Well, he was pushed, but he like I don't think he meant to push him to fall down and he actually fell See, down. See, that was really like the early days of social <laughs> media where it's like, um, what are we gonna do? It's like, well, let's get some boxes out of the trash. And, we basically and, did that. And Reggie can, and Reggie can push, push Bill Trennan down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the good days. I think he wanted to do for a long time, I so it wasn't so. a hard It was like sell. vented like yeah. some sort of internal <laughs> it anger was or so something. Good, though. It was good. We we should, we should, I will, I will find No, I'm just video. laughing. <laughs> Ooh. <Yeah. laughs> Project Giant Robot. That's what that's that what was, it was for. Yeah. That game the ill-fated Project Giant Robot. Maybe that was the no. nail in the coffin for that poor game. Um, we're also taking a very interesting approach on speed running. Uh, I wouldn't call it speed running. This isn't quotes. Yeah. Loosely. Well, I was reflecting. So, so I was watching um, the great new documentary by the gaming historian. Yes, I watched that as well. We, I think Mario we, we both adore. Yes. And he, apparently he listens to the podcast. So hello. Hi. Uh, Norman. We should definitely work together yes. on something soon. That would be really fun. Um, and I was, it's like, you know, the way that I play a Mario game, I don't know if it's unconventional, but mm. I just like to always keep moving and try and go like as fast as I can. Yeah. Even if I'm playing a level for the first time, that's just like how I'm wired. Right. Okay. So I was like, how far could you get 
if if you just really didn't stop and you just forced yourself to keep moving yeah. all the time. Right. So we have another fun challenge that we're going to do where we're going to do this in multiple games. Multiple, multiple Mario 2D, games. 2D Mario games. Yes. We're going to see who can get the furthest. We're going to be tracking our distance across all yep. of these games. We'll see. We'll Are you see. feeling confident? I did practice last night. I'm not feeling confident. Oh, no. Platforming, you know, is not oh, my strong suit. Scurrying around. Scurrying around is kind of a strong suit. So. <laughs> but there's a fun, there's a fun challenge, there's a fun uh, punishment. Yes. I mean, it's fun, it's, it's not fun for the loser, but. It's pretty embarrassing for the you loser. You need to run down the street in a Mario hat, sprint, while shouting the Mario theme song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this neighborhood. This is a sleepy neighborhood. This neighborhood has seen yeah. a lot in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Let me tell you, they've, they've heard some... I was getting a dirty look, apparently, from one of the neighbors. You were parking your car close to their driveway. But not in the driveway. It's kind of close. It's on the street. Whoa. It's allowed. <laughs> this is the worst in the console world. Come on. <laughs> and I was, this lady was just like stink-eyeing my she car. She stink-eyed your car. Why? And then my mom had to tell you to move your car. Uh, the it's drama. Very, creating drama in the neighborhood. Yeah. You are. Uh. I mean, we've been doing crazy things like being, getting pie in the backyard. <laughs> that was in the backyard. People here is yeah. yammering all day long back there. It's like, <laughs> oh gosh. We were playing that Wii Sports um, challenge and we were jumping up and down. Upstairs. Yeah. We're, our studio's upstairs and my parents are downstairs. Right. And they said they were laughing at us. They were like, how can you make any money if you're having this much fun? I was like, contrary to <laughs> that's your how belief, it works. that's actually how it yeah. works. But it was hilarious. Yeah. We, we've really, we've livened it up in here for sure. That's right. Okay. Co- um, couple other uh, quick things. This week, so on Patreon... If you're in the notification squad in 1UP Club tiers, right. you get access to a weekly bonus mm-hmm. Q&A. This week, we have a bonus, bonus, bonus Q&A, Q&A that we're just putting out for everybody. Um, yes. In part because we have so many questions, mm-hmm. we want to get to them. But also, we want to give people a taste of what that's like. Yeah. So, it's a really cool perk, actually. Yeah. And I think it, it maybe if you don't experience it, you kind of don't realize like right. how much meat is in those bonus Q&As. Right. And... We usually use those bonus Q&As to react to other news that comes up during the week And well. And we're going to have to do that this week because the Nintendo financials are after we're recording this that's podcast. Right. So that's going to be in the <clears> bonus <throat> Q&A. So that'll be week. not in the bonus bonus Q&A. Which no. That, that, that should actually be out now by the time we, we um, have this, have this out. Yeah. But uh, we'll put that out in audio and video um, so you, guys can, so you can check it out. It out. Yeah. yeah. You, Finally. You have had something very special happen oh, to you. Oh, my God. You were pins and needles waiting for this thing to come come together. So tell, I've talked, tell the people. I've talked a lot about, you know, my biggest regret, not just in, in gaming, but in life. In life, in life. Yeah. Is getting rid of my old Nintendo Power magazines. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, like, it's time to get over this. It's time to get on eBay. It's time to take that piece of my life back. <gasps> you can Seize only, it. You can only, you're the only one that can take control of your own life. So good right. for you for doing that. Right. So... <laughs> Um, old Nintendo Powers have gotten a little pricey. Yeah. Um, but I found a really cool set that is not, it is not, so it's like the first, you know, 30 or so are the ones yeah. that I really want. And I found one that actually started from issue seven through 30. I don't know mm-hmm. why they start there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the one that I want. I'll, I'll find a ways to get one through six, six yeah. and other ways. I mean, six is a lot easier to find than 30. So right, hopefully right. that won't be too I can much probably get those individually, you. but I found that. I put down a very, a whopper of a bid just you, right you away. You with your highest yeah, offer. Yeah. Did you? And, I, and, and it held. 
I was counting down the seconds on you that were. auction. There were like many days yeah. where like I'm almost I just don't want to so get, close. I'm so close. You don't want to get sniped in an auction That's last the second. Worst. That would be I would have been really dejected. Would you be would would you have gone up a little bit more if you Well, I'd be glad to go up, but if it's like last second, then you, but can't, you there's can't no time. Do it. I see. That's the, the, that was the what timing. I was worried about. I see. I mean, okay. Money's no object. Believe me. Whoa. <laughs> I got money, okay? Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay with this money. Uh but Okay. Uh they've arrived. They're in good condition. I've, they're great. They examined. all came individually bagged, which I liked. The comic books. Uh, like like a comic book. That's so cool. Um, so I've started the Have process. Have you looked at them yet? Have you looked at I've all of them? I briefly glanced Carefully. at them. Carefully. Are you wearing like <clears throat> yeah. white gloves? No. No. Are you tweezering it? Well, we talked about maybe we could do something on the Kit and Krista show with these. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll figure that out. Maybe I think it would be won't. cool. I think people... Are, many people are like you, and you know, I actually never had a subscription, but yeah. I always would. We would have like copies that sure. friends would have. They would get that, that would get passed around, yeah. and there are so many like just little nuggets of of fun things and like yeah. memories that I think will be like like unlocked if right. you're looking through those. Right. I think a lot of people will have that experience. Well, I think too. it's it's also very. You know, it's honestly retro at this point. So I think a lot of people are like, what's this? What was this? I they don't know. know. They don't know. They don't know what a magazine yeah. is. No. They know what a TikTok I mean, is, but N- not a magazine. <laughs> Nintendo Power's been out of print for what, like 10 years now? 10 years, so yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. How exciting. Well, I can't wait to, very to see them. This is where you're like, don't you, you won't let me touch anything. Um, you, don't like, you don't let me. No, I mean, what do you mean? You're always very... You like to steal from me. I don't want you to steal these. I don't want to. I'm not stealing. When you when you give somebody something, that's not stealing. You understand that? Right? I didn't give you anything. Yes, you did. I did not give you that rhythm habit. Yes, you did. I know did. what you're talking you about. You said that you gave, you you're going to give it to me. We got to move on. Um, <sighs> I'm getting upset. Um, <clears throat> but we have a fun Nintendo story time today. Yeah. This is a very interesting one. Um, and I don't know if this was... was Reggie, in his book, has a lot about the 3DS. Yes, Because that he does. was, you know, right smack dab kind in his tenure. Kind of in the tenure. middle of his tenure, yeah. And, it did, it, and ours, too. It, it did make us think back to, you know, our, our 3DS days. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a very interesting thing that happened early on. Yes. And, you know, again, Reggie was right on about this, of the early... 3DS days were not the best. Right. And a lot of that was due to the fact that... There was the, no games. The games were very slow to come. Yeah. And we talked about this before, too. It's like, when you launch a new system like that, you really just need to have, like, that Switch right. kind of, like, support with yeah. games. And we just didn't have that. Yeah. Like, Steel Diver, sorry. Yeah. Like, not going to sell the system. Yeah. Fortunately, I mean, Nintendo does not seem to have this problem now. It's like, every month there's, That's right. there's a game. We're okay now, but those <laughs> yeah. were some dicey I mean, times. you were splitting, you know, splitting up the development between, you know, handheld and console. It That's happens. right. That's really tough, yeah. too. But we we really were tasked with, like, all right, we've got there this is no month-long gap of nothing. Gaps. And even yeah. third party had nothing, really, either. So it's right. like... It's like, how do you keep... It's like, hey, guys, you got to right. drum up some interest. You got to keep... You got to do stuff. At least keep people talking about right. 3DS, even though there's nothing, you know, new to yeah. play. Right. So... Uh, so using Reggie's method, yes. you know, very scientific, the Reggie method, we, you know, we were looking at like, all right, well, what, what do people like about this system? Right. You know, what's standing out? And one thing that stood out was street pass. And, you know, we, I think all of us like just had such wonderful memories of street pass. Yeah. It's one of those like super like hidden things where it's very simple, but somehow it was just like. It just connected with so many people. Right. It just like made sense. Right. And people just wanted to do it, you know? I was pretty obsessed with Street Pass. I think a lot of people like, were. It was very like... You see that green light? It's you like... You have to open the system. Yes! Yeah. Right. Especially, and I, I loved, you know... Um, I liked two things about Street Pass. One was when you were at like a big show, like mm-hmm. a PAX or E3, 
and your light, you have to just like continuously clear your yeah. light. And that's just like really cool to see everyone around you also doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, cool. Everyone's like kind of, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really awesome. The other thing that's really cool is when you're somewhere that you totally don't expect right. to pass somebody that also has a 3DS. Right. Like somewhere that's very unexpected and then all of a sudden you get that green light. You're like, who's around right. me that has this, you know, like. That that happened to me um, on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And this is a, this was very early. By. Where I would just put the system like in the seat next to me and just like have an eye on it. Yeah. And it happened on the bridge. They must have been like driving by Amazing. But anyway, so it was like, we really honed in on that. I was like, all right, people like Street Pass. It's something that you can just perpetually do. It's mm -hmm. not based on some new game. Yep. So, and there was also these kind of communities that were popping up of like yeah. people getting together, meeting mm -hmm. up to do yeah. Street Pass. Exactly. So the idea For was different like, like geographical locations. Like different yeah, cities yeah. had their own local meetups. Right. And there was definitely street a Street Pass San Francisco group. Yeah. Like a chapter basically. Yeah. So yeah. we like reached out to them and it was like, well... You know, maybe we can, you know, help you be a, help be a part of this, right. and we can bring some cool stuff, and we can help to promote it, mm -hmm. and it just know. help to like legitimize it, which is such something that we would, like Nintendo would like never do now. Yeah, which is kind of sad, right. but it was it was so it was so interesting because instead of it being something that like the internal marketing team came up with, it was already something that was happening, like right. grassroots happening, right. and for Nintendo at that time to decide to be. Um, you know, to legitimize it and to recognize it is super unique now. And it's, it's yeah. honestly something that was like kind of once in a lifetime. Yeah. 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 And um, we actually had something really cool. I mean, we brought, you know, little trinket, trinkets, trinkets yeah, and tchotchkes. Like little, yeah. But we had something that was actually really cool. So um, we found out, you know, the, the 3DS came with those AR cards. Right. And we found out that the size of the uh, uh, object that it projects is based on how big the, the card AR cards is. Are. So yeah. it's like you can actually make a large AR card and have a life-size version of you know yourself or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we made those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we I think printed I just, like massive AR yeah. cards. They were like poster size. It was about yeah. this big. Yeah. And it was cool. Like you. It was like you could take a picture with like I could make like a life size Krista, Krista and take me. a picture. Yeah, with it. it was really cool. So that was neat. That was like legitimately neat. So we had those made and we you know set up you know time and a date and you know we we met up with these people and right. it was in Union, Union Square. Square, yeah, in San Francisco, which if you don't know is just kind of a big like open, it's like a big open area. shopping area. It's very yeah. touristy there. There's lots of. Like, there's usually a lot of, like, people around, so right. it's definitely a well-trafficked area. Yeah, this yeah. was, like, a little, this was, like, evening, like, late afternoon, evening. Yeah. I remember it was not particularly crowded there. Right, right. Um, I don't think it was, like, a weekend or anything like that. No, it was, like, yeah. a, week, a weeknight, and, you know, we had a pretty good turnout. I think we probably had, like, you know, 15, 20 people who came out. Right. Which, you know, I mean, our, our expectations were not crazy big. Yeah. Um, you know, was, they were, like, local. We were going right. to do, do it, like, all around the country, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, you know, we had a pretty good group, like, you know, 15, 20 people, you and I were both there. Mm -hmm. I think we yep. probably had a couple other Nintendo people there, um, and we're having a good time. <clears throat> but then all of a sudden we get approached, uh, by this police officer. Mm -hmm. SFPD. <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh what's, 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 what's going on, on what's here? going on here? And we're like, oh, we're just, you know, having a little get together. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's, he looks very stern. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a permit 
for that. Always the permits. I was like, uh, you need a permit to, to you know, hang out sit, with your friends? Sit in, for sit in Union Square? He's like, well, <clears throat> this is over. I think it was like if you have like a gathering of more than 10 people. Right. That's considered like an, event. an event. Right. And you need a permit for that. Right. I was like, uh, well, well. Sir, so, so. you know about Street Pass. <laughs> now I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Like, uh, no, I was unaware of that. I don't have a permit. Oh, what do we need? Like, uh, you need to end this immediately. Um, no leniency. And, and of course, like at this point, everybody's just like looking freaked out, looking yeah, freaked out at me. Yeah, get arrested. He's trying to talk to this police officer. Yeah. Like, all right. Throw all the me's in jail. What are I we guess we'll leave. It's like, we had just gotten started, too. It was like a real bummer. It was really sad. So, um, I remember, like, eh, this doesn't seem like that big a deal, though. We just kind of, like, waited and made it look like we were packing, kind of packing up. Packing up, yeah. And I remember we just kind of moved to the other side. And then he, like. And the, the policeman left. Yeah. And we just kind of went about our, right, our right. business. But it was very yeah. awkward. Right. And it was definitely one of those situations where we had, we as like Nintendo employees had kind of like put ourselves into this position of like, let us help you with your event. Right. To make it like even better. Yeah. But then it maybe we actually made, created made it, a big problem. Made it worse because it was yeah. like more like official looking. Probably. Like the head of Street Pass San Francisco ends up in the slammer <gasps> because he had 11 people at his meetup, two of which were us. Oh no. <laughs> we put him over so the limit. Sorry. No. Um, but yeah, that was a very interesting time. And again, I think it's one of those things where, gosh, like now there's so many different sort of more of these like community groups yeah. that pop up that wishes Nintendo would recognize them right. or or help them. And, we, you know, I, I've seen it when I was at Nintendo, like people would reach out to ask, yeah. you know, if we would support these events. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like now it's so hard to right. to get that approved mm -hmm. and, and yeah. like done through the official channels. Um, even like to, you know, do something simple, like, you know, feature them on our social media channels yeah. was nearly impossible, right, right. but it was just so cool that, you know, in a time of desperation, <laughs> yeah, there were, there were so many, uh, you know, so there was more openness to yeah. stuff like this, which is yeah. always really There cool. will come a time eventually where it's very cyclical need, need to be more scrappy about something yeah. that you know isn't doing as well as you want so yeah exactly it'll swing back it'll swing back yeah. i think so too and it certainly is really fun to work at nintendo when the company is doing really well because you're you get to say that you work at this cool company yeah. that everyone knows about right. but you know i think back now at my time there and there was some really interesting things that we got the opportunity to do because things like the 3DS or the Wii U yeah. wasn't doing as well. And then it totally. basically opened up the company's sort of, you know, their, uh, they, they kind of loosened the guidelines a little bit, as right. it were, right. for us to do some more interesting marketing things. Yeah. So yeah. there's merit to both sides, I think. Yeah, it was not fun to have, a, you know, products that were not doing well. But I, I certainly didn't, you know, dislike those times. Right. Because, a challenger yeah, creativity we, in a different way. Right, right. It felt yeah. very open to like, well, bring us your best ideas because we got to... Yeah, we gotta try gonna, something. We're out. gonna be open. We're gonna be, yeah. you know, we're gonna be more just uh, more open to these kinds of things, yeah, which is yeah. really good. Yeah, tell us your 3ds Street Pass stories because mm -hmm. we want to know. Like, did, where yeah. was the? I guess like I, I would love to know the weirdest place that you did not accept expect to get right. a Street Pass. Yeah, yours is the Golden Gate Bridge. I think m mine um, 
was at the San Francisco Zoo. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty weird. <laughs> but maybe there was like kids there. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but it was like one of those things where it's like you don't expect to get that green light. Yeah. And there there it was. Was it with that gorilla where the who was playing the the 3DS that fell oh, in? That was such a crazy... That was so crazy. <laughs> like, how did this and that happen? cannot be real, but then it was. It was. Wow. Yeah, that also happened. Maybe yeah. he was street passing, who knows? That's who it was. <laughs> Actual Donkey Kong. Actual Donkey yeah. Kong. Um, all right. Well, that is our little Nintendo story time for the week. Our brush with the law. Yes. The Popo yeah. came, to San <laughs> came to arrest you at a street pass meetup. This is like the lamest story about cops ever, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, it has a happy ending. Again. It does. No one went yeah. to the slammer. Nobody went to the slammer. Yeah. yeah. Nobody got arrested. No. That's, the, that's the positive. Yeah. Um, all right. In our fun Never a Minute segment today, yes. we are kind of excited to bring back something that we touched on. This was, during... in a, uh, this was a rapid fire question. Yes. And we were like, this is so fun. We got we to gotta build this out. We got to build it right. out into a full segment on the podcast, which is Kiss, Mary Kill. Right. Very family-friendly version of Who would you kiss? kiss? Who would you marry? Who would you kill? Yes. I don't know why it's, I don't know why those are the three. Kill, I mean, that's a very strong option, but that's what it is. We don't make this game. We don't, we yeah, didn't make we didn't the make rules. This game. No. The world made the rules. Um, so we <clears> each have two groups of three characters. I came up with way more than that, just because I didn't want to get, if you scooped me, I've got options. Okay. I don't know what you've got. I got options. I got plenty of options. What do you mean? Are you going first? Um, With all your options? I will go first. Okay. This is a fun one. So when we did this the first time, Waluigi was in there mm -hmm. and you had a visceral negative reaction. Mm. <clears throat> I don't like Waluigi. Now I've got I've got three that I think are all in the Waluigi category. category that I, think I don't know. I feel like I like most characters. Mm. Well, wait till you hear okay, these let's three. Hear, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear, All right, let's hear. Waluigi is one. Again? Yes. Mr. Oh. Mr. Mime. Oh no. And a rabbit. Ah. <laughs> gotta choose. You gotta kiss one. Which one are you kissing? I don't Tucker really want to marry one of them. Does either. a rabbit even have lips? It's yeah, got like a, it's got a hole. <laughs> it's just got a hole in its a head. A mouth hole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Mime could put up a mime wall and like block you out. The like, thing get with away Mr. from Mime, me. I don't think he bothers me. He's more so just a little creepy. Well, they're all creepy. All three of them. <laughs> what are you going to do? You I'm can't... definitely going to kill Waluigi still. <laughs> There's no going back there. I've already staked my claim in the killing. Okay. So he's gone. Just... R.I.P. Uh -huh. with that rose in his mouth. Um, I think I would kiss the mime. It's Mr. Mime, excuse you. I don't want to be Mrs. Mime, so I guess I'm... <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Mime? Well, it's not, not going to be me. So I think I would kiss Mr. Mime because okay. that would be... Maybe he can mime a wall and I can just kiss the wall. That would be, that would be all right. And then, so you're marrying the rabbit. I'll marry the rabbit. I think, I think that the reason why, let me explain. Let me explain. Oh, you have a reason. I can just Good. keep it in like a little cage. What? You know, because it's just a rabbit. It's a, not, it's a rabbit. It's fine. It's the same thing. I'll just keep it's it in like It's going to be making a, crazy sounds at you all day. I'll, <laughs> I'll just give it like a carrot. Crazy And like some other stuff. Like a, I'll just keep like a little hamster wheel in there. You know, like a, like a pet. 
Right? Don't you think that would work really well? I really broke your brain with this. No, you didn't. Look at these great logical answers. I love it. All right. What you got? Mine are three women that you find very, very attractive. Oh. And you have to pick between What's the problem here? What's the problem? Well, you got to kill one of them. Piece of cake. All right. Okay. Cordelia, Petra, and Palutena. Okay. Cordelia, Petra. Those are all wonderful <clears throat> ladies. Palutena. To choose from. Uh, what are you going to do? I am marrying Petra. Really? Absolutely. I thought you were going to marry Cordelia. No. Why? Petra's hotter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will... I will kiss Palutena. <gasps> You're going to kill Cordelia? Yeah. Why? I'm, I'm kind of over Cordelia, honestly. You're not. I'm, Have I'm you seen a little a bit over. Of her yeah. Recently? I'm a little over her. No, you don't. I don't. Think oh, see, this is this is good though because I had a trio of of, of Fire Emblem Hot folks too. No, no, men. I had I had women too. Hot. I can't get my mind off them now. I got to ask you about them. Okay. No, but but no. Yeah, I'm a little over Cordelia. Really? Yeah. What Pe- Petra Petra really just. Got into Knocked that top, her off. Top spot. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Palutena, again, we talked about this. She's a little talkative. Whereas, you can't marry her. Yeah. Pet- yeah. Petra, long term, yeah. is the solution. Not not annoying and also no. hot. Right. Okay. Perfect. Um, she's kind of grump. She's a little, she, isn't she a little bit like severe, Petra? She's very like serious. Uh, not towards me. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. Let's see. <clears throat> I've got a really interesting category for you here. Okay. There's a theme to these three. Okay. Um, you'll understand once I give them all to you. Okay. Master Chief is one. Mm-hmm. The Doom Guy. I don't think you ever really know his name. The yeah. Do- the, okay. the main character. The Doom Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the third one is Shy Guy. And the theme is you don't actually know what their face is. You've never seen their faces. Oh. So it's a mystery. You're really like. You're really rolling you're, the you're dice. You're making a gamble. But you've seen their bodies. Um, sometimes. Not really shy. Not yet. really. I mean, <laughs> you haven't seen much. So. Yeah, the Master Chief, you always see him in a suit. Right. So, I mean, if, you, if you're marrying one of these people, you're probably going to see them eventually. I mean, that'll probably eventually happen. They're going to take this Some helmet or mask stuff, off. But it could be like changing. It could be messed up. It could be weird. Yeah, it could be bad. Yeah, you might not like it. So, and then I'm locked in. Yeah. Well, there's always divorce. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. That is true. Maybe this is like um, a prenup. The contingency is that you're not... I must not, see your face in advance. You're not messed up in, right. in, underneath all your yeah. stuff. Okay. Well, I don't like Shy Guy. <laughs> Let's just get rid of him. Let's kill him. Oh, no. He's going to make a little shy guy. <laughs> no, he's gross and creepy. And I don't even think there's anything underneath all that stuff. That's my theory. It's nothing? It's like you take off his like red What is it, like a skeleton or and what? And it's like just like a, a poof of dust. Just air. Just, just like nothing. Poof. Yeah. So I don't you, like that. you married the rabbit. And now you're but just that, offing the shy guy? I'm offing the shy guy, but the rabbit I can keep in the little cage. I don't so. know if I see a lot of difference here, but okay, keep There's continuing. There's a lot of difference. No. The rabbit, again, you can cage it and you can just get rid of it. So, all right. So Master Chief, we know he's very tall. I don't really care about that. He's a little boring. He's so boring. Not a great sense of humor. No, and he's like very, he's like very stilted and serious yeah. all the time. Doom guy, 
Very action oriented. Kind of like Doom Guy. I think I'm gonna marry. Might Doom be a guy. loose cannon. I don't care. At least it's not boring. Doom Guy. Yeah. Doom Guy is okay, and you know he can take care of you. I think this is the right choice, actually. So he you're can take so care you're kissing you. Master Chief. I'll kiss Master Chief. Right. Whatever. Yeah. He probably will have no reaction at all. Just a complete emotionless what void. Will, what will Cortana or Weapon think of that? Just delete her. <laughs> Like he did? Take that USB port. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think this is the right choice. Doom, think, I, Doom guy, yeah. you know, he, he, he could be crazy, but at least... I need to look at my other things. All right. At least he can take care of, take care of me. Look at how like, much creativity I've brought to the proceedings here. Okay. Are you ready for and this And you're one? just listing Fire Emblem women? No, that was only the first one. Okay. This is their last here one. Here is... I'm ready. The second one. I'm ready. This also has sort of a theme. And I don't know if you'll get the theme once you hear the three, but I, I definitely had a theme out of my head okay. when I was picking these people. Yeah. Picking these things. Navi, Daisy. Okay. Navi, Daisy. And Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man? Yeah. I understand the first two. I don't know if I understand the third. I just think it's really random. But it's also kind of, they're all annoying. I think they're all random. Why is Miss Pac-Man annoying? She's annoying. Really? I think so. Well, maybe you well, don't. What do you know so. about Miss Pac-Man? What do you know about Miss Pac-Man? Nothing much. I mean, <laughs> pretty, pretty regular character. Oh, that's just that she was pretty. I no, was like, I mean what? the other, the other <laughs> She's two. She's a circle. Yeah, I was like, all right, we're getting to the annoying characters. Yeah, uh, she's hi, Daisy. Um, well, well, uh, I'm going to kill Miss Pac-Man <gasps> because Why? she is not. What, what is what? What kind of creature is a Pac? A pack person. I don't know. Yeah. It's a circle. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> see you later. Um, I will be... I guess you're, you're married. I will you? kiss Navi's uh, tiny... <laughs> right there. Mouth, yeah. <laughs> and then see you later. Oh, and then I'm going to marry... Daisy. I'm going to marry um, Daisy. Ugh. But then she's going to say so, hi, Daisy. Sarasa. I'm, 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 I'm marrying up into this Sarasa land. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the crown prince of Sarasa. That's right. Sarasalia. That's right. I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting myself some of the Link uh, Gerudo Link outfits for the hot oh, weather, okay. and I'm moving in. Okay. Yeah. Easy. So hi, I'm Daisy. Uh, whatever. Every day. Great. You're gonna you're gonna talk yeah. to her. She's gonna be like wonderful. Ugh. <laughs> That's a bad choice. You're married to a rabbit. I put it in a cage. So what? I can't. I don't even talk to it. It's okay. Ooh, it's going to be awkward on holidays when the family comes over. The no. rabbit family. Oh. Hey, why is so-and-so in a cage? They're not coming over. We're not close with the in-laws, okay? <laughs> we spend our holidays abroad. I broke your brain. <clears throat> uh, okay, right. that was very fun. Um, that was very fun. Good thing I've got all these extras. We can do this again later. We can. And yeah. we can, we'll put the ones, these ones, in the uh, description box. You guys choose. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see you decide. Okay? You're going you're gonna to be looking at Waluigi differently after a week with that rabbit. I won't have to look at that rabbit at all. Because yeah. I'll just be... It's going to be in cast some, a spell to bring him back. I might, have to, like, great beyond. I might have to clean his cage, though. Like, you are? Are you going to change his, that like, newspaper? Change his newspaper, yeah. his, like, little, his little like straw clippings. You could put it in a diaper or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so small. It's easy for me to get rid of it. It's like, I mean, you're not very big either. <laughs> you need to get rid of? I don't know. This is like a 2020 episode. It's this like is terrible. The, 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 what is it? The, like the killer wife yeah. or whatever. You're so shallow. You're very shallow. I'm you know not. That? 
How am I shallow? You can love the rabbit. I don't want okay? to. <laughs> you can have a long-term relationship. I don't with the want rabbit. to. <laughs> we have to move on. Uh, to what we're playing. Which is Reggie's book. This is a dramatic. This segment is going to be filled with drama. There is a lot of drama there's that happened. Crazy things there, that happened. There's some. There's some <clears throat> big updates. Yeah. In the Should we start with that? No. Okay. We'll All right. We'll end. start with Reggie's book. Yeah, Reggie's. Book. Have you finished Reggie's book? No. What? I am very close. I'm listening to the audio. So book, what? That's why. So I'm enjoying it on my daily walks, and that's only like an hour and oh. a half a day, or an hour. Well, a day. Well, I finished it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Very fast read. It took me like four days. Four days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The book is. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. It definitely has like some great stuff in it, but it's definitely a easy. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's an easy read. It's not like you're going to get like lost in the business concepts right. or something like right. that. Um, no, I thought I think it's really it's really great, and I've been really enjoying the audiobook because you get to listen to Reggie like in your ear. Now I heard that the the audiobook has some bonus. It does. Stuff? What, a, what is that? There's a bonus interview at the end with um, Jeff Jeff Keeley. And you've not listened to that yet. No, I haven't gotten. There oh, okay. Yet. Yeah. Do you know how long that is? Um, I think it's about like a 10 minute interview, 10, 15 minute 10 interview. 10 minutes? Yeah. It's not super long, but. Oh. I, I can okay. really listen to it if you want. I, I, I was curious about that. I didn't, I didn't realize that until yeah. after the fact. That they like, said oh, in the I, beginning of the audio book, it was like, stay tuned for an exclusive, oh. you know, bonus interview. Wow. Um, I've never done, great. I've never done an audio book. So I, oh, I really, really don't know what that experience is oh, like. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. like my favorite thing. Cause I, I mean. Like, it's just nice to, I mean, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks when yeah. I'm walking the dog every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you I, ever listen to this podcast? I do sometimes. Really? Well, to just to make sure it sounds okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I can yell at you. The whole audio. thing from beginning Not to the end? Relive the Not great, the the great moments? I edit the whole thing, so I've already listened you know, to the whole okay, thing. You know, okay, I also okay. said these words about putting a rabbit in a cage, so I, yeah. know, what I, I know what I said. All right. Um, but, yeah, I, I've been loving it because... It's great to hear Reggie's voice. I like the progression of the book as well, the way that yeah. he did it with, um, you know, the the first story is is really moving. It's like a really powerful way to start a book. Yeah. It's, a re- it's really about his relationship with Mr. Awada. Right. And, and we, we knew this, you know, about Reggie and Mr. Awada, but it, it's another kind of layer when you can hear, like, him articulated in such, right. a, such a deep way. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, it's it's very special, you know that those kinds of relationships that you form with people like that in your life, it does not happen. Yeah, sometimes they will only happen the one time. Right. You know, so I can tell that that was something that was like really important to him. So it was really nice that he put it like right at the beginning of the book and like yeah. kind of sets the tone. Right. Um, which was really great. Yeah, yeah it was good really storytelling. I mean, it, yeah. you know, it's called a business memoir, which I'll be honest, I don't really, I really know. Don't much about that. I don't structure. know how I would. Yeah. Like define what that is yeah but yeah i mean that's a really dramatic way to start this mm-hmm. and you know all the way through there's you know stories of his life and you know things he did in business it's all really well told right it's got i mean it's got his fingerprints all over it you know it when i was working on nintendo direct i was writing some of the scripts for him right and it was he is so easy to write for because he has such a distinctive very voice distinct. and it's like yeah. i could i would write it and I would play it back in his voice. And you could hear his voice. And it would head. either sound right or it wouldn't. Yeah. As, you know, a lot of other people would be like, I don't know. You don't have, like, he has, like, a brand almost. Right. Yeah. So, so, and it's so distinctive and so just, like, clear. Yes. Like, you just feel that throughout the whole book. And you also, what's really great is, you know, we obviously... Uh, 
know Reggie um, from his Nintendo days, yeah. and he had already honed a lot of this, you know, the clarity in how he presents himself and, mm -hmm. and his point of view, um, the way that he interacts with us and with his ex expectations of our work. Like, he kind of has honed that already yeah. when he got to Nintendo right. when we were working with him. So it's really fun to see, like, how he developed those skills because yeah. he really does go into depth about, <laughs> right. you know, what he learned at his time at Cornell, like, mm -hmm. even what he, you know, parts of his childhood that defined yeah. um, his character. Mm -hmm. and, and then, of course... Um, all of his his great business experience working yeah. at these really amazing brands yeah. throughout his career and all of them are are really different and it's like you can see how he developed like his whole toolbox skill set um into you know when he became the president of right. uh, of NOA right. so it, it's right. really it's really interesting to see yeah. that were there any stories that really surprised you shocked you shocked um, I know, I definitely knew a little bit about his childhood because yeah. he's told those stories to right. us before. I did not realize the unrest in Haiti mm. at the time and yeah. his, the stories that he told about his grandfather and that's, that's significant. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, it was almost sort of like one of those like exile kind of right. situations and, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of nail down. Like a lot of people immigrate to the U.S. for different reasons. My yeah. parents immigrated to the U.S. for their reasons, right. so I, I understand that. Um, but it, it's, it was surprising for me to hear that it was under those sort of like high duress kind of circumstances, yeah. and, and his family being, you know, very well off in in very you know prestigious family in Haiti. Like having to make that kind of sacrifice must have been just so difficult, you know. So yeah, I don't remember him talking about that <clears throat> in that level. Of detail before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely remember his like Bronx stories, but mm -hmm. the the stuff in Haiti is pretty uh, pretty interesting. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. What about you? Um, the story about um, trying to decide on the the price of the 3ds, I thought was really interesting. Mm, okay. <clears throat> um, because a lot of it was you know him being able to be persuasive and kind of yeah. you know come have have these people come around to his proposals. And he talks about wanting to have like a good like quote batting average with those. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think he even noted like, you know, this was I forget if he said it was his biggest regret or, you know, his biggest miss was not being able to to get that done. Yeah. Um I actually have a question about this in our QA. Um, but I thought that it wasn't again something that I had heard him talk about or, you know, talk to people at Nintendo about before in, in much detail, but that is kind of like a pretty big what if. Of, yeah. You know, what if we didn't have to go through all of that trouble with um, the price restructuring and the, stuff? Yeah. yeah. The, the ambassador program and the pricing. That's right. And yeah. all of that. It made but, it so complicated. Right. Right. But I think throughout, you know, the just one of the big themes of the book is just his great friendship with Mr. Awada, mm -hmm. and we certainly saw that ourselves. Yeah. A lot. Like so hand, it's yeah. it's very and the trust between the two men were like yeah. really it is really incredible. Like they're from such different backgrounds. Like you would think like these two people have one nothing in common. Like how could they ever right. have such a deep relationship? But mm -hmm. they did. And it was like this really interesting dynamic of mutual respect. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And they're 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 really two people who are very you know they they have you know opinions and strong feelings, but they're very open to yeah. hearing people out. They are, yeah. I think that's the two of the things that really set them apart is they are open to having their mind changed yes. if you can make 
a persuasive argument. Argument, yeah. And they yeah. want you to. They want <clears throat> Absolutely. you to. They want to give you that platform to do right. that. So if you have something to say, like, they will be all ears, you know? Yeah, and it's not, really... it's not, it's not like, you know... Yeah, yeah, I'll hear you out, and then I'm just going to say no. Yeah, like, they're, like they're they don't, actually listening. Right, it's not like they like made their mind up beforehand <laughs> right, or something. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That that is, and then you know he he does talk a lot about you know, the way that he sort of pushed for certain things in the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about the Wii commercial. Yeah. Obviously, I think that was a big one. Right. Um, but that is one thing that Reggie that I personally thought you know from my time at Nintendo that Reggie did exceptionally well was he always knew when to fight the fight if it was worth the fight. Yeah. Um, there's obviously big cultural differences and, and big marketing differences between the different regions, and you have to walk this like delicate tightrope of you know, being a partner, a global partner to our parent company, yeah. but also like you want to also you know, do what's best for the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. And Reggie always knew when to do that and when yeah, to fight and right. we can always like sometimes when you're like i'm at the end of the, the what i can do i know the next <laughs> step is just to call reggie and tell right. him yeah and, and at least if i convince reggie <laughs> right. he will help me he totally. will help me totally and he's done that for us like multiple oh, yeah. times yeah. for projects that right. we've led um so it, it you know it that takes a very special person mm-hmm. to to do that and that was a big loss when Reggie yeah. retired and we didn't have a right you know someone like that anymore totally. so that was really hard totally, yeah totally. so i appreciated those stories cuz i was like yeah i remember this <laughs> <laughs> like pick up the phone yeah. call reggie he'll yeah, help you yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think um, again i'm i'm done you're not quite done i definitely would give it a big thumbs up yes um, so Everyone hopefully should everybody can, read it. can check it out and i don't know i might double dip on this audio i i'm just Sounds yeah. like a fun way to, to listen to it. I love it. And so those are far. stories that I feel like I could just listen to again and again. Exactly. Exactly. It's just in his voice. I mean, it's like so perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What else? Well, now, now we're switching uh, to actual games. Yeah, and on the games, yes. <laughs> um, let's, let's do the Elden Ring conversation. I think oh, we need to. We have to set it <clears> up. Yes. Okay. So last week. We were, on. we were both on <laughs> the final boss. Yes, Elden Beast. And we said. Uh, if we have not finished this by the time we record next week, something has gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Well, something has happened. <laughs> something Everyone, happened. sit down. I don't know if I'd say it's gone terribly wrong, but it didn't go the way uh, maybe we had planned. That's right. So neither of us have beaten this boss. No. Um, you have made the, the the personal decision. Yes. Tell people your personal decision. I moved on from the game. You have. Because um, I... You know, it was kind of like when we were fighting the fire giant. It was like, all right, this is just a slog, and yeah. I need to really learn this enemy, and I also need to get lucky. Yeah. And I just have need, that perfect run. Right. I just need to know? get that perfect run, and I can move on. And I was always motivated in that in that boss fight to keep going. Um, whereas with this one, like it had been a couple days of again me just banging my head against the wall, and I wasn't feeling the same way. I was like, I'm just kind of over this. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, why is that? Because you know, with the fire giant, there was still a lot more of the game. And I was like, I just want to see what it was. Yeah. It was, the game was never about like, oh, I got good or I really showed that boss. You just wanted to like see yeah. it through, because through I knew, to the sort of the end. Yeah, because yeah. I knew even if I beat it, it was like, oh, I beat him once out of, you know, a hundred tries. Big deal. Um, that's true. He still kicked my butt. So that, I think that's why I was feeling like that lack of motivation. And I, I also was like re- realized like, you know, a lot of games I'll play it once 
and I'll move on mm -hmm. and I'll never come back to it ever again. And I was like, you know, I've, I don't think this game is that way for me. Like, I really like this game. Yeah. I need to decide where this, I think this game is probably my top 10 yeah. all time. It's pretty amazing. So I was like, if it's really a, one of those games, I'll be back to this game. Right. Because it's there's- kind of like Breath of the Wild vibes. Exactly. You kind of explore the main storyline, yeah. but there's like millions of side quests. Yeah. Tons of unexplored, right. you know, areas um but that, i legitimately have parts of the map that i have not like uncovered the i have map too for. the consecrated snowlands i didn't even go there yeah, yeah so there so yet. i was like yeah you know this is this is not just the normal game where i try and you know get through it and and move on with my mm. life like i really will be back and you know who knows maybe there will be dlc but i i have a strong feeling that i'll i'll want to do that yeah. and you know i was also realizing i was, I was very under leveled for this um I'm like level 105 and okay. all the stuff I saw online was like, oh, you should at least be 120. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, when I'm, when I'm feeling good and ready, like that exploring the map more will be a good way for so me for to get to back, back up and up. to remember how to play this game. <laughs> and by then, you know, maybe I can have a better shot at it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe that's all a cop out for me, <laughs> you know, giving it, <laughs> like I gave up, but I don't feel that way. And I never like to play a game out of like obligation either. That's right. Yeah. I always want to be having fun with it. So I was yeah. like, eh, that makes sense. I think this is the right thing to do. And oh. you got a lie out of it already. Right. Obviously right. You've been playing the game every single day for like two and a half months. So yeah. yeah, it's not like you, you know, it's not like you didn't in enjoy the time. Of course. You, you've right. spent yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. So it was that same combination of like, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of <clears throat> not having so much fun with this fight, but I also just kind of had that itch of like, I want to try, I want to play something else. I just, yeah. I just feel like playing yeah, something you need else something right something now. Different. So, yeah. 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 I haven't also not beat the game. I, I think I'm closer to you than you though on this boss. I, I, I am are. 122. My level is right. correct for this. I have gotten him, you know, down pretty consistently to about probably like a quarter of his Then health. just do it. Just do it. Just beat him. I, I just, I, yeah, for me it's the same thing. It's What's like, the holdup? Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Um, I, for me, I think that the thing is, it is really like just having that perfect, not perfect, but nearly perfect Lucky. run. You got to get lucky. Yeah. You got to just learn, you know? I, I Again, this for some reason this fight, and sometimes all of these hard fights remind me of that last boss in Metroid. Um, oh, in Dread? The, uh, Metroid Dread, thank yeah. you. I was like, Metroid Prime, that's not <laughs> it. Um, where, yeah, it's like the, that boss fight was in like three or four phases, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And at first, you play the first phase and you're like, you just die immediately. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Well, this is impossible. This is impossible. There's, there's right. zero <laughs> chance of me doing right. it. But no, you keep going. Yeah. And then like little by little, you learn. And by the time I beat that boss, it took me a long time. It was not easy. I was very frustrated. But, um, you know, by, by like the, the latter parts of me learning this boss, I could do phase one through three without even being touched. Right. right. I think that's where I need to like yeah. just buckle down and, and just do it, you know, because I am getting better. I can, As I, can, I said, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Get good. Why don't you? <laughs> like there there are moves that I wasn't able to dodge before with this Elden Beast that I'm able to dodge now. The timing is a lot yeah. better. Yeah. Um, I'm able to, you know, keep my summons alive yeah. longer. I'm getting like, I'm, I'm, I've been sort of experimenting with the different spells too, like which ones are the ones that... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe work the best against right. him, and I, I was still kind of trying to figure that out. And I think I maybe I'm better at that now. Okay. 
Um, and there's still some options for me too, because I could finish up a couple of quests and get yeah. a stronger, you know, summon yeah. or get a stronger spell um, and go in and do it. So I, I'm not quite done yet. I do kind of feel ready to move on as well, but I think I should give it like one last go before I complete tonight. Definitely tonight. Ride or die. This is it. This is no, not. I mean, I'll give it more than one night. Geez. Oh, what you just said. <laughs> but like, uh, just a little bit longer. Okay. Of, of me another week. Maybe another week. Another yeah. month. That's all. I all By the time the summer is over, <laughs> I will hopefully have done this. No, yeah, but I—I I mean, I am also ready to move on to some yeah. other games. And and I did. I like the fire giant. I when I was getting feeling just like that extreme frustration. Yeah. And you can't play well when you're that frustrated anyway. Right, like right. you just, you know, you're again, you're like just banging your head against yeah. the wall at that point. But so I did take a. I have taken a, maybe like a three or four day break from it. Uh huh. Um, to play something else that's completely different, yeah. just to give myself like a little, like a little breather. Yeah, but I yeah. think I'm ready to go back. I think I'm ready to like make some decisions, like try try it a couple more times, see how I do. If it truly is like just gets really hard towards the end, maybe I'll go and finish up the Randy quest line and, and get that item. Or you know, there's there's options. I think that okay. that I don't need to sink a lot of time into because I am the the proper level right. for this. So. Well, what's the game you've been playing in between? I'm playing this game called Coffee Talk. Which is on Nintendo Switch. Um, it's very different than than this game, and I, it was one of those things where it's like I just need something completely right. like chill yeah. and very like not really a game. This is yeah. a game where you are a barista in a coffee shop, um, and you basically just listen to people's stories and you make them coffee. Right. And there's like a big coffee menu that you can kind of unlock yeah. as you like meet more characters and make more drinks and you can do latte art it's very cute oh really yes but oh. but the really interesting thing about this game is so it takes place in seattle in 2020 mm-hmm. but it is like this alternate future where the world is filled with like fantastical creatures so there's like you know vampires and orcs and werewolves yeah. and um what else is there like there's like a an elf um, yeah, I, I did look this game up when you said you were playing it, and yeah. that was what I saw in the screenshots of like these aren't humans. They're what? not. They're, they are humans I need, too. But I need her also, to explain what's happening here. Yeah, and and they um, they talk about these some some like more hard like quote unquote hard hitting issues like mm. racism mm. and social you know like um, like you know like uh, economic status like yeah. social you know yeah. unfairness or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in the context of these fantastical creatures, like one of the stories is um, this elf and um, this other like creature. Yeah. They're in I'm a, a rabbit. My wife stuck me in a cage. That's right. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they're in like a relationship, but it's like racial. <laughs> What's the deal with you and this rabbit? Why did you choose it? It's gonna be a cage. That's why. I'm going to the coffee shop. This rabbit in a cage. Just drag this cage to the coffee shop. <laughs> Ugh, it's my husband. Put him in the corner. Maybe I'll give him to the animal shelter. Oh no. Donate him. Give him up for adoption. <laughs> this rabbit husband. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So they like talk about like how they have all these issues with their families because yeah. there's it's like interracial relationship. I see. But not like in the way that we know it. Right. You know? So, right. 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 So it's 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 fun. It's actually really good. The writing is really great. The their vibes are high. Yeah. It has lo-fi beats to study too. Yeah. Um so you can just like So this is really like a 
get the story kind of game. Yeah, it's just it's like not, conversations. Not, yeah. It's very slice of life. And it's a, it's cute because the whole framing is that you're the owner of the coffee shop, but you have a regular customer who's a writer. Mm. And this person um, is basically in the coffee shop to collect stories for her latest novel. And so that's why these people are telling stories. You know, so it's, it's sort of contextualized in this like fun little... Yeah. You know, this very, like, slice-of-life kind of way. Um, and you have this, like, it's very, it's kind of like that game um, Donut County that we played oh, where, yeah. like, the dialogue and the text messages and stuff like that right. is very realistic. So they have that, too. You have, like, sort of this, this phone thing. And you have, like, kind of like an Instagram, like, Twitter kind of thing. It's called Tomodacho, which is very cute. Oh. Um, but it has, like, your, your friends that you meet in the coffee shop, like, what who they are, what they're likes and dislikes are and all that stuff and then it has like this little music player you could like change the the music in the coffee shop um so it has like this very like sort of realistic feeling um and and, yeah the dialogue is really good and Hmm. what kind of latte art did you make let's see you make my face no oh it's kind of hard my face would be great latte art it'd just be like a blob oh i made like a little a heart with an arrow through it that was cute okay I made like a cat. Wow! One of the girls is a cat. A cat. She's like a a neko something. Okay. And so I made a cat. Thing That's for cool. Her. She ran away from home and she was very upset. Um. Anyways. Hmm. But it's very cute. And then oh, and you get like more ingredients as the story progresses. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. High Neat. vibes. High vibes. Well, soon enough you're going to be done with that, and then you have no choice. I'm not going to be done with this. I'm playing but- it on the side. I see. Yeah. Okay. On the okay. side. All right. But you've moved on with your life. I have. To something completely different. I did. Tell me. Uh, I started Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, boy. Which is a game that I bought uh, when the next-gen patch came out a couple months ago. Yes. And I've just been sitting on. It's a game I've been interested since in since it came out. Obviously, I had issues right. when it came out, and I didn't get it then. But I got it then, and I've been kind of waiting. But it's been so many new releases, I've wanted to, to play those first. Backburnering it. So finally I had the chance to play it. And it's very interesting to play this game with the context of all the issues that came before. Because, mm. you know, from my view now, like this game runs fine. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing it on PS5. Mm-hmm. Um so I know that those issues were there. I know they were a huge problem, problem yeah. for everybody, but I'm not seeing them. It's kind of like when I think you and I had the same experience of playing Assassin's Creed Unity, which was the really buggy one. Right. Uh, But we played it after. And And we were like, this game is great. Yeah, this is great. Um, But you know what came before. Yeah. The whole decision, I don't, I still don't know why PS4 was the platform and the old, the last um, Xbox One. I don't know why they tried to put this game out. Because this game, this game is so ambitious. Like, I'm just blown away at the scope of this game. It's, you know, this huge open world city. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the graphics are great. The art direction's great. They've got every kind of mechanic you could think of in there. Yeah, you were saying there's, like, stealth. There's, like... Yeah, there's, like, oh, there's, there's shooting. There's shooting, melee. There's, yeah. there's stealth. You know, it's got all this RPG stuff. It's got, like, branching dialogue. It's, mm-hmm. like, I, it's like, I could see how this game was broken. Yeah. There's driving... Um, oh gosh! Is there vehicle stuff? Um, so I can see why this game was broken if it didn't get you know enough time in, in QA that it needed. Yeah, because it's just so ambitious. And it's like if you and it's such a weird timing because yeah. it was like at the very tail end of PS4. Yeah, by the time it actually came out, 
PS5 was out. It was already out. So, so I, like, why did you not Yeah, wait? but I remember even when the game was announced, like, yeah, we're targeting PS4 and Xbox One. It's like, uh, why? Though? Why? Because, again, all the footage looked, it was running on PC and looked crazy. It's like, I don't know if it can run that. Yeah. So yeah. that may have just been one of their fundamental errors. Yeah. With this yeah, game. Maybe. But um, I'm liking it a lot so far. It's it's really cool. Um, I'm still, I think I'm like five or six hours in okay. at this point. So I'm still it's pretty not a super early. super long game, right? I got a late title card, which I always enjoy. Oh, I love that. The um, delay title card is my favorite. But it doesn't feel like the game's opened up yet. Like I've been on a pretty linear path. set path okay. of, of doing stuff. But I did just do kind of a really cool mission, which was like this heist where you're trying to steal something from this big hotshot. Mm. guy um and escape after it obviously goes wrong um but it's been really cool and the world seems neat and you know all the characters have these like body mods these cybernetic body mods and a lot of those are very creatively done and it does kind of make you think of like what could this happen in you know the year 2077 like we're so close maybe getting like a phone implanted into our brain yeah it does (laughs) it's like still got some level of jankiness to it that it's like I could. I think this could happen and, yeah. and be done this way, totally, um, and not seem so far fetched. Right. So that's been interesting. And, and you and said it has like very Blade Runner, very, vibe, which is very a movie much. that we both love, right? Dearly, very, very much. Yeah. When you walk down the streets, it, it, a lot of it looks that's very, cool. yeah, very. Yeah, I, I would um, really like that. Blade Runner. Is it hard? Um, there's difficulty levels. Okay. Um, playing I'm playing. Normal? I'm playing it just on normal. Um, okay. It's but uh, there's an easy mode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I find it to be fine. But um, <laughs> for these kinds of games, I'm always going easy. Yeah. I definitely. I, I definitely enjoy it. Yeah, you know. I definitely thought about that coming off of Elden Ring. I was like, I just, yeah, that I just too. Wanna, I'm like, just want to relax and enjoy this beautiful, you know, yeah. this like this, you know, environment and like yeah. not have to worry. I'm not yeah. looking to push myself to my limit <laughs> again. I can't do it. Right. I'm exhausted people. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would, I would say, you know, if you were worried about it still being. Busted. It's definitely okay. Not busted. There you go. And it's cool. So yeah, yeah I'm having I'm, a good time. I'm gonna go there next. I'm hopeful yeah. that I can beat the Elden Beast. Last week. night, when I was wrapping up, I finally got Keanu Reeves. Oh, I, I had totally forgotten that he was in this game. Oh my gosh, he was. Remember he was at the thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so weird. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Keanu Reeves, and and he actually <laughs> plays. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but it seems like he actually plays a fairly big part of the oh, story which that's kind of cool I did I was like probably just a cameo but no it seems does like he, he, does he look like Keanu Reeves does he look, it does it looks good the delivery of his voice lines is not the best really yeah. a little like is it a little very cringe? wooden stilted oh. I mean I don't know, people may not think Keanu is the greatest actor but um, Matrix maybe could have done better with that he was uh, pretty hot back in the day okay not anymore though oh well wait till you see him in this okay He's got a cybernetic arm. Okay. Maybe that'll... Does he have like a trench coat? I always just, whenever I see Well, he's Keanu wearing like Reeves, a tank top because you got to see. Oh, his arm. Yeah. Whenever I see Keanu Reeves in my brain, he's always wearing like a black leather trench coat. From the Matrix. Right. Yeah. That's like his, my <clears throat> image of him forever yeah. now. Well, see, some of these, so going back to the, the cybernetic modifications, like some of them are very like understated. Okay. Where you can almost, they almost look like blend normal. Into but, your... but, but like they'll have like. Fake eyes, for example, okay. and the eyes kind of glow a weird yeah, way. Like a, like a but then, like some of the more people. like like some of the gangs that you'll go up against, clearly they are trying to look like grotesque and scary. Oh, and so they, they really like, do. It's themselves. like it's like their face is like gone, and it's just like 
something crazy. Is it scary? Would I be scared? No. No. Okay. But then there's other people who, like, they have, like, they don't have, like, skin. It almost looks, like, metallic. Like, they look like a oh. robot. It's like, I think you're still a person, but you have changed your appearance. Appearance so much. Right. That, so it's this yeah. interesting, like, combination of, like... Levels fun of... Functionality and, like, aesthetics. Okay. That people are, like, trying to go for. So... Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. It's cool. I like it. Is that it? Yeah. Nintendo Switch Sports, anything new to say on that? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played <laughs> it at all. So. After your big victory, you've retired. I've retired, from, yeah. Uh, exactly. Video game sports. Only to rejoin to the industry, this, in, in, rejoin the sport at a pivotal moment yeah. in my career. <laughs> <laughs> News. News. We got a lot of news. Uh, well, no, well, we, we, we got had, three. We had a big thing to talk we about. We got three though. stories, uh, and again, we do not have the news from the Nintendo uh, big financial, financial event. We will. We're missing that. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that, though. But um, last week there was this really big story that ran in IGN. <clears throat> um, it's so long and in depth. Um, yeah. Just say read it yourself. But it's uh, inside the growing discontent behind behind Nintendo's fun. Facade. What a headline. And it's sort of built upon the story that was in um, Kotaku. And Axios. And uh, Axios. And, yep. and kind of that first round of discussion about you know contractors at mm -hmm. Nintendo and kind of what that relationship is like at Nintendo and went a bit further with it, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And they, you know, they did a really in-depth job at talking to a lot of people and, yep. and really getting those stories from... Um, you know, it was it wasn't you know what I found interesting about it is it wasn't very like general. It was like yeah. specific examples from real people that this happened to. Yeah, so. yeah. you're in the story. Your tweet is in the story. <laughs> I'm in the story. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I think I was just in there because it was like an example of somebody that's left Nintendo. Right. Obviously, well, they did. Talk, I left for different yeah. reasons. And you they guys did talk about that. you know the closure of the Redwood City office, which sure. is where we were, and yeah. I think they were trying to like you know note like. Oh, well, they both have these sort of bittersweet farewells. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I mean, you can't gauge uh, the feeling for every single person no. working at a company. That's right. Those yeah. are all individual experiences. Yeah, I think, and every, like, I, you know, we're very transparent about this. Like, even though Nintendo was a, a good place to work and, a, 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 you know, a company that we both right. love, like, it's still a job, and you're going to have some stuff that happens to yeah. you at your job that you're not going to like, and it's going to be hard. Yeah. And it, it's not, you know, it's not just, like, just because you're working at Nintendo and it's a brand that you love. It's not going to erase those really hard things that happen to everybody during their career. Yeah. You know, there's going to be disappointments. There's going to be times where you're going to feel bad. There's going to be times when unfair things happen to you. That's just sort of the unfortunate um you know they, call, they don't call it a job for, for nothing you got work yeah, so yeah. that's just going to happen to you um, I, I do think experiences that that these particular uh people in the article experiences is very unfair and and certainly yeah. like you you do feel i felt for them you know yeah. and, and i marginally saw some of those things as well like we were talking about the division and these were we should say Mostly contractors, contractors sharing yeah, their experience. Exactly, and and you, your your heart goes out to them because they they sort of have the same mentality that we did, and sometimes we did make those excuses like, let's give the company one more chance, even though I'm disappointed right now because we love Nintendo and we want to keep trying. Right. And you can see that that is their mentality as mm -hmm. well. But for them, it was like a million times harder because yeah. they were having to deal with so many 
um, uncertain circumstances yeah. and, and really unfair things that really, I don't understand why it was so petty. Like, just let them come to the company event. Like, come right. on, it's dumb, <laughs> you know? So there was a lot of those things where you just kind of scratch your head. And you're like, this is neither here nor there. Yeah. Like, they should have just really done a better job of treating these people fairly. They need to be treated yeah. fairly, you know? Yeah. So I, I felt, I felt, for, I, you know, felt for them on those, on those kind of examples. My takeaway from this is, you know, <clears throat> pretty consistent from when the, the first round of stories ran, which is like, these issues are not unique to Nintendo. Right. Um, a lot of companies, and especially those that use contractors in a big way, face mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But I think it is surprising for some people that Nintendo has these issues. I think, you know, for whatever reason, they might just assume like, well, it wouldn't happen there or... Yeah. You know they're immune to this sort of thing, um, so you know it is interesting to see kind of the building wave of these stories. We'll yeah. see. You know, if, if is this the last one? Is there more to come? Um, you know, I did. There's a story I'll share, which was um, when I joined. You know, obviously I put myself in the camp of like, oh yeah, this is a dream job. It's been a lifelong goal to work at Nintendo. And there were a lot of people who would come in and who would have that perspective as well. Yes. But a lot of them would end up leaving within, you know, a couple years. Right. And I would always be like baffled by it. I'm like, what? I don't understand it. If this was your dream job, then why would you leave? Mm -hmm. But I really came to have a better understanding later as I understood some of the reasons why they left and kind of the stories behind it. So that was a case of me not really having the full picture or maybe just putting my point of view onto a situation. Right. So it was a good opportunity for self-growth for me to better understand that and see why even in a case of a dream job or a lifelong goal for somebody, it may still not work out in the end. Right. Which again, you know, it is a job. These things happen. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's a danger to that phrase, dream job, because you you basically kind of, your brain does a weird thing, you know, where you basically end up sort of giving the company a lot of excuses Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, when not so fun things happen. And again, this is not unique to Nintendo. You can have a dream job anywhere, right? And have the exact same experience, Mm -hmm. like, it's just the nature of like corporate culture, I think. It's the nature of working. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there's like fundamental change that's beyond change at Nintendo that I think needs to happen yeah. in, with like employment um, overall. Um, but when, when you do sort of get into your head, and I, I did this, so I was a, I, I, you know, I kind of lived this where you're like, this is my dream job, so I'll just do anything they ask me to do to keep working here and I you make those excuses to yourself like well that was a bad situation and I was really not in a good place or I was really stressed out when this happened but it's okay I'll just like brush it off because it's my dream job and I should be so lucky to be here but you should I don't think people should do that I think you should really examine like the situation that you're in and, and kind of take that um that like take off the rose colored glasses and see it for a reality right. because then you do end up kind of hurting yourself, you know? Yeah. And um, once you get going in a job too, it is hard to see like how things are different 
elsewhere or how yeah. maybe a situation is not healthy. Yeah. Um, because that's your kind of day-to-day routine. Exactly. You sort of get like, you get so like comfortable, yeah. you know, yeah. even if it's comfortable in a, in a bad situation. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, when we made that decision to leave, it was, it, I did have that dilemma. It's like, well, this is my dream job. Maybe I should just move to Redmond, you know, just right. end my whole life. And then that's when I had that critical conversation with myself. It's like, no, don't let, <laughs> don't let this corporation control your life. Right. You know, like you have to have those conversations right. with yours because there's, there's definitely, there were moments where I was like, how can I give this up? You know, yeah. but you, you know, you have to think about it. Like how far are you willing to let your quote unquote dream job like push you? Yeah. Um, I think in the specific examples of, of, of the contractors and the people in the article, um, sometimes they they really did let let it push them in, into yeah. really you know awful situations. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it, it was a bad situation that they were in. But you know, it's so I, I can understand so well because it's so easy to let your brain just yeah. like slip into that excuse, like, "Well, I'll just like deal with it," you know. So, anyways, I hope that people. Yeah. Like, I hope it changes for the better. I hope it just brings, like, more awareness to Mm -hmm. all of this. You know, I I think it's great that people are opening up and sharing their stories. I think their stories have a lot of validity and a lot of uh, value to, like, changing, hopefully, things (coughs) for the better. And, yeah, you know, I hope that Nintendo is listening and will, like, try to do better, you know? Well, if there was ever a time to make a change, it's now. Yeah. You know, when yeah. the company's doing really well and has a lot of resources at its disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we saw that all the time. It's like it's, it's easier to make a big change um, versus when you got to hunker down. That's right. There's um, one other story I'll share, um, which is around the time I was interviewing at Nintendo. You know, it, it was made very clear from a lot of the people that I was interviewing with and from like the recruiter. There's... It was very clear, like, this is a high-effort job. Oh, my gosh, it is. It's like, this yeah. will require you're a lot of you, work. and you're going to yeah. work. And I was trying to, like, understand, like, I was like, is this going to be crazy? Like, what is this going to mean? And as I was making my decision, I was sort of thinking, like, you know, well, this is a company that has, you know, brought and meant a lot to me over the years. Right. So I'm willing to push myself to almost like repay some of that, which mm-hmm. is, you know, maybe not the best way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, you know, when the office closed and it was time to think about the future, I, you know, I did go back to that and I was like, well, I think that scale has been balanced out <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> so, but again, I mean, we talked about like, you know, we didn't have much more to prove, um, to prove there, like and, and yeah. like, wow, we accomplished so much. I checked the list. So I, I mean, I checked the boxes on the list. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, yeah. They they're not wrong though. That that is a place I never worked so hard in my entire yeah. life. Like now that I'm out, I'm like, <clears throat> wow, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is some crazy times where you would be working twenty four hours a day, yeah. pretty much, and it was. It was hard. I'm not going to lie. It was very unhealthy to do that. I would not recommend that to anybody. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, have your work-life balance. I mean, it, again, especially now, and the pandemic, too, really changed overall the way the company, companies, not just Nintendo, like, work. How mm-hmm. people should be doing their jobs. How can you work, 
you know, in a different way that is going to allow you to um, also have a balanced life, you know, and it's really nice that some of these conversations are happening and there's some Mm -hmm. big, some companies are making some big changes. I I hope Nintendo takes note and, and does that as well. And, you know, the, the lifeblood of the company. And again, you and I talked about this a lot, like the reason why we stayed so long, obviously we love Nintendo, but really was the people, Mm -hmm. the people there are incredible and they were like family to us. And I think if you don't, as a company, if you don't value the people, you know, and you kind of let that fall away, um, it's not going to be good. So they should make a very concerted effort, especially with, in light of these, um, recent, uh, news coming out to like take a hard look at Mm -hmm. what is actually happening and, um, hopefully make some good changes. Yeah. Moving on yes. to Summer Game Fest. Much more fun. Uh, they put out a tweet on uh, May f- Cinco de Mario, <laughs> May 5th. Yes, as we were beating a bootleg Mario to it death. It says, it's official. <laughs> Summer Game Fest will have a big live Woo-hoo! showcase event on Thursday, June 9th. How exciting. Streaming live everywhere, 11 a.m. Pacific and so on. Jeff Keighley hosts a cross-industry showcase with announcements, reveals, and more. And more. World What's the difference premiere. between an announcement and a re- reveal? What's a, it, there's no world premieres? I like the world premiere graphic. Exclusive. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know what the differences are. I guess one could be just like news and one could be like some sort of... I don't of, know. Like, we'll need I, Jeff don't, to, I don't know. Jeff, Jeff explain to it to us, Jeff. Um, Come on the show and tell us, Jeff. Exactly. Um... This is cool. I mean, this so is cool. kind of becoming the de facto E3 now. Yes. Um, and this was kind of, you know, what he started with last year. Right. I didn't. I had no clue what to expect last year, but it ended up being a High cool show. High quality show, you know, very, yeah. It kind of felt like the Game Awards minus yeah. the awards. So right. I think this is great. I thought it was cool. The thing that, that I love about what Jeff does, um, and he, he does it with Summer Game Fest, he does it with TGAs, is like, it really just helps like, the, like kind of like, unite the industry yeah. to something like especially now that we don't have e3 anymore i just feel a little disjointed yeah. sometimes um and like you i i personally really like those big industry moments when we can yeah. like celebrate together what you know at tgas at the end yeah. of the year or like we could like come together with like a bigger you know news and announcements and reveals whatever kind of thing so that people can get really excited about yeah. it like that just feels it feels good it feels like there's, it's like legitimate yeah. you know there's another bonus where you know obviously you know nintendos and all the platform holders they can put together a big show that can feel substantial at mm. like you know 30 minutes to an hour um i think last year we saw some of the like smaller publishers try and do something like that yeah and it just didn't work it fell flat because they just didn't have enough content right which you need to have like something to sustain <clears throat> this big thing yeah, which right? is which is fitting you know for you know the scope of what they're doing right. i think something like this helps them not have to feel like they With have the to do that because it's like that? okay yeah. well we might have one or two big reveals we can do it on jeff's show right and we'll find and ways we know to get the, the smaller news out there right yeah. so hopefully this again helps cut out some of the guesswork of, of these million different events they're mm-hmm. happening a million different times there's like overlap and yeah. what should i pay attention to i don't really know right. yeah. obviously um <clears throat> the Xbox event has been announced for later that week, mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, I don't know. It just feels like every week there's some new yeah, news Yeah, June's going to be busy, busy. It is, yeah. It's going to be exciting. It is going to be fun. It'll be I'm, a great week. I'm really, I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be like a new sort of the next step into like what could be 
the future totally. of like that summer right. announcement time period. Mm -hmm. Could be E3, could be not E3, could be you know something completely different. But I'm not yeah. here for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, our last story is a rumor, so Ooh. please take it with a grain of salt. Mario the Musical. Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop. You hate that. Well, I don't hate it, but that's a rumor that people don't want to hear about because maybe they don't want to know. Maybe they don't want to get spoiled. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, rumor, really Xbox streaming Switch, not a Switch, but a... Like a... I think, like this a, is, I think this is a typo, actually. Anyhow, there's some Xbox streaming gizmo and TV app <laughs> are less than a year away. Um, so I guess there's some, some insiders. Uh, Jeff Grubb himself, who often yeah. he has a good uh, success a rate. Very good success and th rate. And this is interesting. This is going back on something that Phil Spencer had noted before, sort of an, in, an interest in creating like a, a streaming box or a streaming yeah. stick. Um, and having an app on TVs where people right. could do all of the cloud play. Right, right, right. Um, and apparently this is perhaps imminent in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Great. I love it. What's the holdup? Give it to me. Just like your Elden Ring boss. Just do it. <laughs> just <laughs> just do it, it. Just get it done. Exactly. Why would that be? That would be fantastic. I mean, I guess they do need... The, the stream, the cloud stuff was in beta for a long time. Mm. I don't recall when, it, I mean, it might actually still be in beta, so maybe that's one of their that's issues. Why. Yeah. They also don't, you know, not every game is meant for cloud, is, yeah. is capable of being streamed. It's not like the PlayStation remote play, where if you have a game, you can just stream Any it. Any game can it's be hand, It's handled played, a little yeah. differently, so. That but, works really well, by the way. That yeah. PlayStation, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. You don't out. have to tell me. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I just say. <laughs> um, but yeah, that sounds like a great evolution of everything they're doing, yeah. you know, with the streaming and Game Pass, and I could see that opening up a new That's a new channel audience. for them. Yeah, a new yeah. audience for sure. Hopefully it's like, I'm sure it'll be priced really well too. Yeah, the idea of having it, of again, not needing to get some other hardware, but just using like a connected TV. Yeah. I think I'd want to try that. Yeah, or like just yeah, can you it's plug like, it into your Apple TV. I mean, TV how many things? Thing? Well, no, you just use your TV, or you just plug it into, into your. Well, you got like the you know, there's yeah. like the Amazon Fire yeah, Stick the fire that you stick. just yep. put it in Roku, like an HDMI port yeah. or something. Yeah, so that that seems neat. So yeah, I hope that happens. Yeah, I do. I do too. I think it's pretty cool. Rumor though. Rumors. All right. All right. That um, is the news. On to our questions from our wonderful Patreon community. Yes. We get every single one of these questions from Patreon. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for your questions. As usual, they're they're really great. Let's jump in here. Okay. First is from A87 Kamui. For us, two questions. Two at the, questions. At the beginning of Nintendo Minute, was there anyone else that you considered to do Nintendo Minute with, or was it both of you from the start? And... How comfortable were you both being in front of the camera at the beginning of Nintendo Minute? When did you both start to feel more natural with the process when filming? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, no. <clears throat> there never really was anybody. Oh. oh, you got a different answer? So there was this one time. Just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trolling. I'm kidding. Uh, no, there was never. No. There was never another option. Because Nintendo Minute started when you and I... We're like, we just want to talk about games with each other. Right. And because we do it anyway. Right. If we just don't record it. Yeah. And now we can just record it and share it because I think everybody else in the world is probably doing the same thing with their friends. Mm -hmm. Might as well just do, just film it, you know? Yeah. 
So it was always that was the that was the start. It wasn't like there was some sort of casting, casting call. call. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if if there was ever a suggestion that we should change it up, we would not have gone. For no that. one suggested it. No, it never happened. But it actually, never happened. But if I'm it did, surprised that it did. Yeah. They're like, we need to start casting the new Kristen. Need, oh, yeah. She's fallen off. <laughs> in popularity, my ratings, my yeah. Nielsen ratings. Your Q score is my Q score like a rock. Oh no, my Q, my wonderful Q score. Oh no. Um, and then how the question about being comfortable in front of the camera? Well, um, it definitely improved if you go back and watch some of those first episodes. <laughs> yeah. But again, I think you know we had done a lot of like on camera stuff, stuff before, yeah. So I think we had that in our favor. This um, was easier for me than. Um, doing the actual like interviews with press, right? Because that one you have to like really stick to like almost a script. Like, there's a lot call of facts it, to keep track. There's of. a lot of facts. We, we we would review like big Q and A documents, right. and we call them key messages. And yeah. it, it would be very much like don't read it wrong. Don't don't say it wrong. Yeah. Say it in a very specific way, or else it could be misconstrued in some yeah. way or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of safety nets. Some of which were like real and some of which were just mental like yeah it was you know not a live show so if we made a mistake we could edit it out um, except for when we did a live show and then mistakes happened and we couldn't edit it well out. that again and you had your to score. blink slowly at an amiibo for 10 minutes um and you know i think also it, it helped that it was just like us and producer stephanie in a room and that helped it feel very natural and yes. Um, you know, there were times where people asked to like come in and watch. I hated that, and it felt very weird. Yeah, I didn't want to be like an aquarium. Yeah, person. I just like he's go outside. We would sometimes like if, if we had like partners like who were going to be on the show. It's like all right, well, the person's on the show can stay, but the rest of you need to go Wait, away. Yeah, the studio was small too, so right. it's like there's no room for people to. Like, right, right. You're gonna sit there like ruff, ruffling your papers while we like shoot the yeah. show. Like that's right. weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next question is from Fair, which is very, um, timely based on our previous oh, discussion. Oh, that's right. The, what's, the story about that, yeah. What's a gaming moment that got you really frustrated or that you raged about? For example, my moment was in Metroid Ooh. Prime 2 Echoes. I knew I was close to reaching the final boss, but I could not figure out how to escape <laughs> the dark world and go back to the light world. I was totally lost for almost an hour going back oh and forth. Gosh. I could not figure out that holographic map either. I clenched my fists and almost turned off the game and watched the ending on YouTube. But fortunately, I managed to stumble upon a portal and got back to the light world. Oh, that's a good story. Only an hour? I mean, you've spent weeks of your life on some of these bosses. I have. I'm Again, you know me. I'm very stubborn. Yeah. So I will just keep grinding away at something. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, See, my I, my philosophy is to avoid these situations. You just stop. I have a very short leash with this kind you of do. stuff. Where yeah. if a game Clearly, yeah. has a difficulty spike or something I can't figure out, I, I'll you will just well, I'll gladly look at a guide. I have no issues looking at a okay. guide. But if if it if I can't figure it out or if it's too hard, it's like pfft, I'm moving on. I got a lot of games to play. Yeah. yeah, you 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 have no like qualms. No, I feel like I get very emotionally attached to things. Yeah. And the other thing, I don't know if this is real or something I just made up in my head, is, like, I feel like I'm not very good at games, and I need to, like, mm. legitimize myself to myself. To who? <laughs> to me. To me? To me. No, not to you. Because of what you think. I don't know. To me. To myself. It's okay. like, I need to, like, prove to myself that I can do this. Like, I can hang with everybody else that's playing Metroid Dread, oh, and I can beat this game, too, without help, without, like... 
You know, I just like- You're I looking this... at me very sternly right now, as if I'm, I'm the source of these problems. You're not, it's not about you, it's oh about me. Gosh. Not everything is about you, what the heck? All right, we need to move on. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Alatore05. The new overview trailer for Mario Strikers is out and the Ooh. game looks dot 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 unfinished to say the least with less characters than the Wii games had and no Daisy to be seen anywhere. This seems to be a theme with some Nintendo games, Mario Tennis Aces, Mario Golf Super Rush, and so on, uh, where they seem to release the games half finished and then over the next few months drip feed free DLC as a sort of finish it later approach. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Did you notice while you were working at Nintendo? Why does this seem to be becoming a regular occurrence? Interesting observation. Yeah, interesting. Um, observation. Did you watch this this trailer? I by did. The way? So it's I only did. out on the Japanese it's in the channel. Japanese channel. Yeah. I imagine. Um, Probably get localized. Getting localized. Yeah. It's pretty long. So maybe yeah. that's taking yeah. so long to localize it. Um, well, this is an interesting question because it kind of goes two ways. One is like that discussion we were having about, you know, for a lot of these games, and I think Strikers could be in this camp where it's almost like that Mario Kart model. Like, do you need Mario Kart 9 or do you want to just yeah. drip out DLC? Yeah. Do you need Splatoon 3 or do you want to just drip out G DLC? Yeah. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And, and I think from Nintendo's perspective, it's, it's kind of about like longevity of a game. Like, how can you keep people interested? Everyone has such short attention spans, myself included, these days. Like... If you have game a game with a certain amount of content, like you gotta find some way to keep people coming back to it, you know. So that could be you know part of the reason as well, especially for games like this that are a little bit more of a shallow experience. Like you're not doing like a deep Elden Ring story lore, like whatever. You're just like playing soccer, which is excuse actually, you actually called footies. They're gonna come after you. These soccer strike. fans are gonna come after you. But you know what I'm saying, right? I it's don't know like, what you're saying. Okay. Well, maybe you disagree, but you gotta come, you gotta keep people interested. Okay. So maybe that's why. It's, this is the point. I mean, nobody ever like outright told us like, oh, this is our strategy. Mm. So, but we do know that the developers understood, you know, the appeal of this kind of post Model. post launch yeah. um, release of content. So I don't I don't know. We'll we'll never know if they, you know, are doing this on purpose if they're withholding it or if this is really you know the scope of the game that they wanted to make, but. Um, yeah, this does seem to be a, a point that we hear a lot of people who are familiar with these franchises saying yeah. like, oh, these more recent releases don't feel as mm -hmm. substantial out of the game. The other thing too is like, it could be a resourcing development thing. Yeah. It's like, we don't have the resources to finish this game completely right now. Yeah, or if, or if there's a like a date that you're trying to make, maybe. Right, exactly. The fiscal year. Oh, that fiscal year come looming back. Yeah, um, yeah like we got to hit this certain timeline uh, so we got to release something. We're going to make a decision on what um, is going to make it into that initial yeah. drop. And then we'll, the strategy does work of keeping people engaged with DLC. Yeah. So we'll get another hit from yeah. people coming back. Yeah. So that could be part of it too. Yeah. yeah I, I've definitely seen that this with like the, the more recent Mario sports kind of games recently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Eat 'em Up Four wants to know what is the story behind the Nintendo Minute trainer card on oh, the shelf? Where is this it? This one. This one, yes. Yes. Uh, apologize in advance if it's already been discussed. Well, it has not. No. So we'll talk about it now. Um, I so I got an Instagram ad for this person. I think she's in Europe, mm -hmm. who just does like Pokemon cards that are yeah. you know kind of based on um, 
you know, real people. I think I think pets are actually her her, like her, her main thing. But I asked her, I was like, "We do people." She's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do people." Like a trainer car. And um, you know, so it was when uh, Nintendo Minute was ending, and we were leaving Nintendo. And and normally, this kind of thing would be like frowned upon for us to have like un, unofficial. You know, art and yeah. stuff, and it was like, well, <laughs> we're not there anymore. Well, so we're, we're, we can do this. Yeah, now. we're we're saying goodbye to that. So yeah, let's get it made, and it'd be a cool thing for our set, and a cool thing to kind of remember the past. I think it turned out really nice. It turned out so nice. Yeah, and see, you wrote this. I wrote this. You notice, yeah. you know, this look kind of looked like our old Nintendo Minute set with the yeah. wall, and, and I had a lot of discussions with her about the color of the couch. Yes, yeah, so we need to do like the yes. blue couch, not the gray couch, because the right. blue couch is the iconic first Nintendo Minute right. couch. Right, right. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of people who do this kind of thing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of cool just like custom, you know, whether it's, you know, Etsy or other yeah. places who will just, who are really talented. So Yeah, so talented. It's just fun to see what's out there. Exactly. All right, don't don't get... No! Yeah, back. I looked at it. Gar wants to know... Kit and Chris, I was wondering, what's the story behind this Waluigi art that first debuted on an episode of Nintendo Minute last year? Waluigi's <laughs> pose here leaves me with so many questions. This, this is, is a art great, this... from uh, Mara Tennis, yeah? No. No. So, there, this is an interesting... This happened unintentionally. Well, so we did the video of does the um, uh, Nintendo Switch, um, the, there was the new color scheme of it. And like, yes. is it blue or purple was the big debate. The Switch light. The Switch light. So we did kind of a color test of it with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, one of the people who was editing the video was like, oh, the, our design team says they have this new artwork of Waluigi that they've been just waiting to get out there. So we should use it. And we were like, yeah, that sounds great. And as they were editing the video and as we were watching the cuts, I was like, this is really unusual that they just had this new art sitting around yeah. and no, like they always have a plan of like, all right, it's going out it's here. Go this out is the date. Sometime. Yeah. And I was like, this doesn't sound right. And I started to get really worried that we were making a terrible mistake. Someone was like setting us up or something. Yeah. And that we were like going to be like leaking or like, you know, breaking some embargo for this artwork. So yeah. I was really bracing for it when this episode came out. Yeah, I didn't out. care, but you were really like worried. Um, and it, it did call, it got like a lot of news coverage of it like did. what what does this mean? What are the implications? Yeah. What is this from? And it was like it's literally just I thought it was some from Mario Tennis because he it's has not. like a he has an animation with a rose in that game. It's not. This is just, you know, a random and they'll do updated renders of all, all of right. the main characters. Well, this is abomination. Um, clearly, you didn't go back and read those emails as carefully as I did. I didn't care. The day before Also, I think I noped out of this conversation because I don't like Waluigi. This is what's different about us. I was very carefully reviewing those episodes, making notes, comments, helpful suggestions, and you're like, looks great, ship it. It was great. We would have gotten canceled off the air in the first year because you would have made some mistake if I wasn't painstakingly reviewing these episodes. Please. Watching the footage, watching the edits, (laughs) watching the clips. Yeah, again, I think I Why even bother? I really was just like, I don't care about this. Give me just give me the directorial control. No. I go first. But it, it is true. There is there is sort of a funny story behind this. Yeah. Um, ghost pirate ship. Oh. <laughs> Look at the little icon. I like <laughs> it's it. Cute. It's very cute. For the release of Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Nintendo had Target put up Kirby covers oh, for yes. the Red Spheres outside their stores. 
I, of course, wanted one, but when I asked a manager if I could get one, when they took them down, they said they aren't allowed to distribute promotional materials and have to discard or destroy it. a really it. funny story about this. Given your experience in marketing, why is this? What is your story? My story, well, so this is a thing. Like, Nintendo is, as you know, very protective of their IP, and they will not let any sort of uncontrolled, um, like, marketing material go out to the public. Mm. But my funny story was at the um, the Smash tournament. Remember we had given out those signs to people? Oh, I sure do know this. And it was like signs with different... Um, you got like a booklet, right? You got a booklet. That had the artwork. Yeah, and there was like there was some like um, audience interaction during that right. tournament where you, like the announcer would be like, who do you think would win, Little Mac or Kirby? And you would like hold up your sign. And there was a big to-do because there was... A lot of like chit chat about like, oh, if we give out these signs, they are going to have this official art from Nintendo. And now we got to find a way to get it back from all the people that we gave the signs to. I'm like, you just gave a thousand people a bunch of posters. Like, Did they get them back in the end? They had to, they literally had like a garbage bag at the door for people to like <laughs> throw their signs away. Of course people took it with them yeah. too. And then they were like, how are we going to get this back? How are we? Right. I'm like, we're not going to get this back. Like deal with it. What the heck? Yeah. I'm very strict about this. Is I, I don't know the reason, but it's again, dumb. it just makes sense if you work at this company for this long. It's like, yeah, yeah they would want that. They would want but that. But there, there was a story, though, where in, I forget what, it might be Target, they have the Mario, the Mario on flag the flagpole stole it? Well, no. Oh. There, we were in some meeting, and they were talking about those, and somebody said, oh, yeah, we heard from the store manager that somebody made him an offer to buy that thing. And he went through with it, and he sold it. And I was expecting somebody to, like, smash through a table of, like, <laughs> never again. But everybody just laughed. They're like, oh, good deal. Way to go. I was like, what? This is not right. You can't just be paying off the store manager to get How stuff. How much money did he sell I it I don't for? know, but it was just, like, a real, like, ha-ha moment in this meeting that I was like, this is... They better hope Japan ever finds out about that. This is not how this goes. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. They're going to be upset if they find no, out. No, no, no. All right. Um, John S. Oh, yes. Why don't you take this one? Hi, Kit and Krista. I wanted to ask what your thoughts were on insert from Reggie's book where he brings up the 3DS launch. Oh, yes. Have you reached this part of the book? I think so, yes. You think so? Mm. You have not reached. Maybe I haven't. Anyways. Initially, he asked Nintendo of Japan to launch the 3DS handheld for $199 instead of the Japanese office. Instead, the Japanese office went with $250. Clearly, Reggie was proven right since many people, including myself, waited for the 3DS to come down in price, which it did. Why do you think Nintendo of Japan is particular in how they treat U.S. markets? Are they out of touch or do they enjoy risk? Well, they certainly do not enjoy risk. (laughs) So that's pretty funny. That would be the opposite. Yeah. So this was an interesting excerpt because, and I actually, I want to, Reggie's going to be on the show, I want to ask him about this in particular, because yeah. he positions it as, you know, initially everybody was good with the 250 point, but then he started to get cold feet based yeah. on the initial lineup of games, right? which made His him instincts was right. want to rethink the price point. And I wonder, it feels like there was maybe more to that that maybe fed into that decision. Yeah. I feel like ordinarily it would just be like, well, we'll get through the launch and then the value will will prove itself. I wonder if he was looking more long-term beyond mm-hmm. just that initial launch wave. Right. I, I want to know a bit more about it. Like what the discussion was. Right, yeah. right. What was it that really gave him that feeling like that this is not going to work? Yeah. Um, but 
it did all mention, also mention, you know, Mr. Iwata mentions in the book um, the desire to always have profitable hardware. Right. So I have a suspicion that going at the 199 would have taken them below, below that point, that, which yeah. is just not something they were comfortable yeah. doing. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, I, I imagine that hardware in particular was very expensive, more expensive yeah. than most Nintendo's hardware before mm-hmm. with yeah. that 3D screen and all mm-hmm. that, the, the components in there. Yeah. So I wonder if that was like, they're just not comfortable with that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we were just talking about that where, you know, Mr. Iwata was so open to having these conversations and having his mind changed. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there were certainly times where, you know, we were working with other people where it was just like, you know, yeah, we've made up our mind. And, you know, even if you have a compelling point or we data that's based on your region, which we obviously knew better, is like, yeah, but still. Yeah, so but it, we don't care. It yeah. happens. It happens. Uh, Link, how does communication work with the team in Japan? Are emails translated before or after they're sent, and what path do they take to reach their recipient? Mm -hmm. So in most cases, we worked with a team um, whose job was kind of that global coordination. Yeah. And they were, you know, bilingual, and, you know, they would help to facilitate that conversation. And a lot of times, we would just have a big email chain. It's like us and Europe and... Japan and we would just talk through, you know, timing and issues and, and all sorts of things. And those, yep. those were really productive. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other projects where there were kind of different people involved and there would have to be these like translators attached to it. Yeah. And they would have to like really quickly turn around translations. Mm-hmm. Those got real cumbersome. That was for me when I worked yeah. on Smash Brothers because we're yeah. working so closely with Sakurai. Right. I had a, tr- a, a really wonderful person on our localization oh, yeah. team. He was so involved in yeah. everything Smash, including doing all of Mr. Sakurai's voiceovers yeah, yeah. in the Nintendo Direct. Uh-huh. Um, but I loved working with him. And I just could not believe what a tough job he had to, to just manage yeah. all of that. But that's a very hard job. And yeah, we relied on our localization team a lot for some of those kinds of, you know, maybe not so fun projects where they had to translate a lot of marketing emails and presentations yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, localization but... has better things to do, honestly. Exactly. Than translate he was emails. busy with like actual localization. So but I'm I, th- like, Why I are imagine you doing this? that was a project that was so important. It was so important. He really had to get he every had... little minutia of nuance. Exactly. Right. And we would like, work together like rewriting those emails yeah. until it was right, right because you don't want to have it be misunderstood in any yeah. way it was just so like delicate right yeah but it, it it does you know the thing with that and working with um japan is that it took just a lot of time to do sometimes a very simple thing yeah. like an email took a long time right. to write and translate a meeting takes twice as long because sometimes mm-hmm. you have to have a translator translate everything and so it goes slower the time zones are really hard, yeah. so it just it's just very time consuming. It is amazing just the amount of resources that go into like working globally. Yeah, of, totally. Like just teams of people dedicated to making translation happen mm-hmm. and facilitating this communication. Um, really amazing when you think about it. And yeah. I, again, I, I really didn't like working on those projects where you had to wait for some translation to come through. Sometimes you'd, you'd wake up and get an email. It's in Japanese. I was like, well, what is it? I need to know. And sometimes yep. I would Google Translate it just to get Never the gist. Never do that. I got the gist. Sometimes I was scared of the Never answer. do that. Oh my never God, do that. So scary. You never know. You have a, you come you wake up in the morning to like 45 emails in Japanese and you know something has happened. Like something bad. That's where you which where you put the email in that says like, oh, the next character is Sora, and then now John Q Google has that in his database. Exactly. <sighs> 
You're the one that sold the Mario no, on that. You sold it. You I did it. Did. And then you Google translated <laughs> that afterwards. How dare you? Uh, Robert Safazon asks, "What's an element of the gaming industry you would like to change, and what's an element that goes underappreciated that you would like to highlight?" This is a great question. Made mm-hmm. me think. Mm-hmm. Have you thought mm-hmm. about this at all? No, you haven't. I have thought about it. Oh, then please go first. I think an element that definitely needs to change is like diversity and representation mm. in the gaming industry. You know, I think we've made some strides, okay, in the last like little bit, but there's still some there's still some messed up stuff that happens in the gaming industry. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, are we like in the 1800s? Like what the what the heck is going on here? You know, you just can't believe sometimes how antiquated um some of these perspectives are and you hear these especially quotes. for a new industry it's like video games we're I not know. A, this isn't like coal mining exactly like what's going on that, that's like that's why i have right. these thoughts like when i hear these ridiculous awful stories and and um you know there was a real bad stretch with all the harassment stuff mm-hmm. and and just like hearing all of that is like you just scratch your head you're like how could this even be possible but it is so i, I feel like that's an area that I'm glad it's getting a bit more attention and spotlight these days um, and people are speaking out, which is really important. And there definitely seems to be like some steps in like maybe a positive direction, but there's just still so much more that I think, um, you know, needs to be done to like, to just like really like help the industry overall become better at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Underrated element that goes that underappreciated that you'd like to highlight uh i think that the thing that i love about the industry and it kind of goes back to what we're saying about what we loved about nintendo is the industry just definitely has like sort of those like weird like family feel yeah um it like we were saying before it's a really small industry which is good because it, going back to my other point it's like if you kind of like mess up mm-hmm. people like there are going to, there's gonna be people that will call you out and you will be like you have to take responsibility right. you know right so that's good at least like we're we're pretty good about that um but there is like this like sort of interesting dynamic where it feels like very warm. Yeah. Um, it feels like a very like friendly, you know, gen- generally when bad things are not happening, it feels like a, a more like family oriented kind of place. And we definitely felt that at Nintendo. And even when we worked with other partners, other yeah. gaming companies, kind of got that sense too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, sort of one of those things just like everybody knows each other in the industry and people generally have very good relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always appreciated that about it. Yeah. What do you think? You've thought so deeply uh, about this. The one I would change is, um, I think the perception of um, QA is one that, that they need to be elevated more. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of companies outsource this or they use heavily contractors for this. But again, going back to... No, cyberpunk, like, if they had spent more time or put more resources into making sure that the game worked, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have gone through years of pain yeah. on what is actually a really great game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and have to, like, rebuild their reputation. Right. Like, a lot. So I think there's just this perception that, you know, QA is just, like, dirty nerds who aren't mm. really, who just, they're just playing games all day. But it's like, no, they're part of the development process and they have a really critical role of you know how your game works and how it's perceived yeah and they should be perceived as as part of that and not just like this this, this side this side yeah. thing that's like oh they're whatever yeah that's yeah. true they don't they don't they're not valued um enough I right don't think. Yeah. right 
Um, and then the other one of just underappreciated, I mean, this is like maybe like a no duh kind of thing, but just like, especially now with modern games, like I don't, I think it's a miracle that any game gets made at all. Like <laughs> these games are so complicated and like, you know, we would sometimes see games in a very rough state. Yeah. And sometimes it wouldn't be like that far from launch. It's like, how are, how you, are you gonna do this? How are you gonna get this done? <laughs> but it always did get done. Yeah. And it always took a huge leap from where it was. So and that was just so many like little things to keep track of and so many mm-hmm. roles that, you know, like back in the, you know, NES days you didn't have to have. Like again, we were watching the gaming historian. It was like, oh well, this team was ten people who made yeah. this incredible game. It's like crazy to like, think about. Oh my gosh! Like, like that would never happen. Yeah, that, I mean, you can survive with it. When you hear about like indie, indie developers, you hear about some indie yeah. developers like it's one person, which I that's also equally crazy. Yeah, yeah. but and, but you know you compare that to like you joke about the Assassin's Creed credits, which go yeah. for like an just, hour because it's like, like leave it playing, just yeah. waves and waves of people yeah, in studios. That's true. Yeah. Like, wow. The thing that's really great too is like you clearly know that when it's. That, that you know that smaller studio size like just like the passion that they have yeah. for this is like so like huge mm-hmm. you know it's like that's also like a unique yeah. aspect of the of the industry right. i think like even more than i would say argue more than like movies and because and, it's like an interactive experience right. like right. people just pour their these developers just pour their just like their sweat tears mm-hmm. blood heart and soul into these things right. and you really you can really see it you yeah. know and yeah i i wonder like how are you doing how are you doing yeah. this uh, as, somebody, very as, important. as somebody who really does not i don't know much about the development process yeah 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 exactly and i, I, and I don't amazed, care too, honestly. amazed at the being <laughs> yeah. at the sidelines to look through this window yeah. yeah all right this is an important question this is uh hugely consequential um the question is from mikey I work at Domino's, so I have to <laughs> judge, not to, slash ask. Slash, no, ju- the judge is crossed, yes, crossed out, and then out. it says ask. What you both put on your pizzas, there are wrong answers. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. This is where, like, Mikey nopes out of this Patreon Whoa. because you answer wrong. Please don't answer well, wrong. Well, what's it going to be? I am a fan of a pepperoni, mushroom, and onion pizza. It's my go-to. Hmm. Say that again. Pepperoni, mushrooms, and onions. Okay. Mine is not too, too far from that. I also have mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'll go like bell pepper. Oh, I don't like bell pepper. And uh, sausage. Sausage is go. good too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can interchange the pepperoni with the sausage. I got a little worried when you started with pepperoni. It's like you go into your your ni- your ninth, ninth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't knock it. Sometimes you want that kind of stuff. All right. All right. The wrong answers though. What are the wrong answers in your well, opinion? Well, I mean, there's the cult of the Hawaiian pizza, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah, the Hawaiian pizza is interesting. <laughs> the misguided souls. I'm also not a big fan of white sauce pizzas. Well, this gets into a bigger thing with you. And then I also don't like bell peppers or olives. On one day, I've told my mania story. You're going to tell your, your white sauce story. Oh, my later. white sauce. Yeah. I hate ugh. Okay, we'll yeah. do that so that's, time. that's maybe a personal hang-up That's a you. personal hang-up, yeah. 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 What, what, what else are, are, are no-goes on the pizza? Um, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Pizza's very versatile. Yeah. I do like um, some unique pizzas. Like, you and I have had a very good, like, pizza that has, um, like, potatoes and rosemary and, like, like an egg cracked on top. That's a good pizza. 
There was a discussion recently in our Discord about Japanese pizza. Oh, some of them are some weird toppings. Which, a lot of them have the mayonnaise on The mayonnaise it, which is, is the problem. Rare. Yeah, so so once again, the problem, problem begins yeah. and ends with mayonnaise. Yeah. I have had also, this is a unique pizza, a mapo tofu pizza. Does it have tofu on it? It does. It has really? like the ground meat yeah. and the mapo tofu, the tofu and then like the sauce. It has cheese? And there's cheese, yeah. Huh. But there's no, I don't think there's tomato sauce. It's just like the mapo tofu sauce. I feel like I'd be worried about the tofu just being a bit watery. The texture was a little weird. The texture was a little soggy, but the flavor was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Mikey, did we make it? Hopefully. Hopefully we did okay. Are you still there? (laughs) Are you there? Uh, Okay. We made it. Do the questions. These are great questions. As As usual. Yeah. Um, Of course, if you join our Patreon, you can ask Ask a question. And we will answer them. Yeah. And we pretty much answer all the questions. There's no That's question right. that we really don't answer. There's no wastage. We don't, we don't like avoid your question no. or anything like that. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, move on. Here we go. You're, our, now you're stalling. To the graduation service. You are stalling. You ready? I'm ready. Are you going you're first going or am first. I? This is always what we need you're to know. You're going first. All right. Our One Up Club members get a shout out. Here we go. Every episode. Here we go. A. Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Adam Edwards. Jean Malari. Alexandra Pratt. Ali. Andre NYH. Angela Bycroft. Angelo Vega. Ben Eichhorn. Bettina Tang. Blue Toad. Brian Humphrey. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Cold. Dachshund. David Zeck. Douglas Chomix. Drew Grant. Dino Punch. Ed Sandwich. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Fairbound. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Grayson Atkins. Handheld Gamer. Handsome Warrior. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jackie Z. Jason E. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeremy Amaker. Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakeland. Jobert. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hammerly. Jordan Thomas. Jordy Kirk. Juan. Just Camtro. Carter with a K. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. Kyle Kretzer. Kyler Nelson. Lego My Frago. Link. <laughs> Linked Triforce. Link Master. Luminous. Lucamania. Lucas Pico. Luis. Luis Calcano. Mark Schlasner. I'm so glad you got that one. <laughs> Maru Mayhem. Matt McCarthy. Matthew Rewald. Michael Cravens. Michael J. File. Michael Mazur. Mike Chin. Mikey. Murph. Mytran. Nick Waterman. Nodnarb. Parker Anderson. Patreon user. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. T. Oh, sorry. Pirates TCG Grudges Forever. Prince Charmless. P.S. Wee. Reaver. Rad State of Mind. Rain Tech. Raphael. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Roy Eskew. Ryan Hayes 521. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Shinryu. Slowbro. Spicy Munchkin. Starholt Productions. Steel Citron. Switching it up underscore. The Dad's After Dark Show. The Don Rob. Thomas. Thomas Alvarez. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. VGM Life. Victor Yee. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. What's up, Flapjack? Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zero. And that is it. 
<laughs> wow. We did it. I feel like there's more than ever. <laughs> there was also on, uh, they are growing in numbers, um, some cool graphics people made uh, on, on our oh, Discord. Oh, that's right. The, 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 the three the, links. The Triforce of, yeah. of links and Jordans. <laughs> and Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> Who was which yeah. though? Which Jordan was the Triforce of power, courage, and wisdom? I don't know. We need to They'll know. They'll have to figure it Jordans? out. Jordans? Assemble. Links? <laughs> a links also assemble. Yeah. Please figure out amongst yourselves which piece of the Triforce you are. Um, we love you all, our beautiful Patreon family. Please remember that you can join our beautiful Patreon family That's by right. going to patreon.com slash kittenkristen. That is right. Yeah. You get your name read by me in a bad pronounced or me. badly pronounced way. Or, Nobody's or, demanded. Or by Kit in like done, a boring I need way. it done by Kit. That was pretty clean this time, I will say. It's pretty clean. I'm getting better. I think I'm getting better, guys. Um, You get bonus Q&As, which we will also use to react to, you know, news of the week. You get early access to this very show. Sometimes you see comments in the YouTube. Like, how'd you get this comment off before the video came out? That is like the first, first, first. Um, yeah, we have three tiers. Hopefully you guys can choose one that's right for you. Oh, and also, um... Last week, there is now an option on Patreon for an annual That's right. membership, which is really cool. I know that some of you guys have signed up for that. So thank you discount. so much. You get 10% off if you That's do right. an annual membership. It's a good membership. deal. It's a good deal. Get a month free, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Join us, won't you? It's super fun over here. Um, also, don't forget to follow us on the other social channels that we're on. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, YouTube. And it's all slash Kit and Krista. What else? Correct. Don't forget to follow, like, smash that thumbs up button, subscribe, leave a comment, do all the things. We need to stop because we're about to sneeze. Okay, <laughs> we need to stop because kids are about to sneeze. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bless you. Well, now it's not going. Stop to blow in my face. Is that how you sneeze? No. Like the sun? Blow in my face.